0: the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free. Bring up whatever's on your mind, 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Joining you tonight, we have a special guest in the studio, but as usual, it is Ian and Mark, and also joining us, Adam. Adam is here from (laughs) Liberty on Tour dot com and normally on saturday nights we don't usually bring a third uh third host in here on the show just it's because, common on the weeknights yeah it's common on the weeknights just because it's so busy on the phones but you guys are getting ready to kick off liberty on tour and i thought it was important uh have you on one more time before that starts and it's starting monday well, pretty much yeah, early monday morning yep. uh you're you're leaving Keene, new hampshire which is where we do this program uh you're leaving in marv the mobile authority resistance vehicle As of uh, early Monday morning, uh, sometime late tomorrow night, something like
1: that, right? Yeah, yeah. Monday morning, we'll head down to Greenfield where Pete has his uh, preliminary or pre-trial hearing thing for our arrest in uh, Greenfield, Massachusetts, and then we'll head over to New Jersey where we're going to do a podcast with uh, Thinking Liberty and uh, head into New York City where we kick off uh, Liberty on tour on Wednesday.
2: Right. The arrest was for
1: filming uh, bureaucrats going about their business. Yeah, we were arrested for uh, filming- uh,
2: Public servants- while they're working on public time, in a public place.
1: Exactly. And uh, for anyone who wants some information on that, they can go to uh, copblockorg slash greenfield to get the uh, full recap.
0: Yeah, it's been an interesting uh, odyssey so far with uh, Penn Gillette actually, the magician-comedian getting involved in the situation as Greenfield, Massachusetts is his hometown.
1: Yeah, exactly. And uh, when we found that out, we uh, well, when we first had gotten arrested, of course, we emailed all the news outlets and uh, bureaucrats like the mayor and stuff in that town just to put it on their radar and uh, get as much people uh, uh, knowing about it as possible. But then we found out Penn Jillette was there and through some uh, mutual friends, made a contact, and he actually did a pen point on it. Uh, this like weekly thing he releases every Tuesday, um, where he gives a gripe about something going on in the world, and uh, he did that on the Greenfield Mass, and essentially saying he sides with us, and that uh, these guys, his quote was something along the lines of they made a really really big mistake. Well, this is the same
0: Gillette who has uh, spoken out in favor of some of the activism going on here in Keene as well. So he's kind of clued in to the the movement up here, which is, is pretty yeah. exciting. Yeah. Hopefully, one of these days we'll actually get him on the show. I've been trying to do it for years. He's the one. I think he's the one guest that I've always really wanted on Free Talk Live, but I've never been successful huh. uh, at, at getting him on. So
1: we'll make that happen.
0: Yeah, I hope that. Uh, that I'm sure that eventually it uh, it will happen, especially considering Just that, you have to keep growing the show. 81 stations now. That's right. We've got 81. So anyway, you can uh, dial in here tonight at 800-259-9231. We're going to talk more about Liberty on Tour. You can go to libertyontour.com to get it bookmarked and add it to your blog uh, reader and and get uh, get a clue for exactly what's going on. But basically, it's going to be 13 weeks. You guys are going to be on the road in Marv. And you're going to be driving from city to city. And when you get to a city, you'll be staying there for a number of days for like a, a exactly, full week. Exactly, yeah. Basically. We're
1: going to try to stay a week and essentially um, embed ourselves with the activists. Um, for those of you uh, listeners who are familiar, uh, Pete and I did Motorhome Diaries. And <clears throat> excuse me, that, that tagline was for searching for freedom in America. And um, here we want to do like more, more exact. We want to get with the guys on the front lines, the activists. So uh, you know, anyone out there, com slash route. Uh, that should get you to know where we're at. And if you know any uh, activists or other things that are going on there, you know, hit us up, contact us.
0: Great. All right. So uh, we're going to, of course, take your phone calls about absolutely anything you want, 800-259-9231. There's some news that is a little bit disturbing. Uh, I guess it's inevitable that it was going to come about. The National Service, or as I like to call it, National Slavery Bill, has been reintroduced. And the story is from uh, PrisonPlanet.com, where H.R. 5741 was introduced on July 15th by Charles Rangel. will give the president the authority to require this, is a quote, to require all persons in the United States between the ages of 18 and 42 to perform national service, either as a member of the uniformed services or in civilian service in furtherance of the national defense and homeland security to authorize the induction of persons in the uniformed services during wartime to meet end-strength requirements of the uniformed services and for other purposes.
2: Has the nation not, not been in some kind of state of war since the 40s? I mean, it pretty much, is, pretty much just has, keeps yeah. on going. They always find somebody new to fight. Yes,
0: it has. Uh, and and but what, what they're saying here, by the way, to authorize the induction of persons in the uniformed services, that's bring back the draft. Yeah, that's a exactly the version exactly. of saying bring back the draft.
2: So, um, you know, and Charles Rangel, by the way, is up on charges right now. So I hope this doesn't go anywhere. But uh, Barack Obama did give a speech when early on in his presidency, where he said that he wanted to build a a a civil corps as as big, as powerful, and as well funded as the military. And the military currently uh, as is half of the discretionary budget, and that doesn't even count pensions and and uh, VA
1: benefits. Well, it's also probably something in the fact that uh, people aren't enlisting; their numbers are down. this has to be the way, the next route to go in order well, to keep that military right. machine moving.
0: They, people aren't enlisting because they don't want to get killed. Uh, They understand that it's pretty dangerous to be in the military these days, Uh, so that's one of the reasons why it's getting difficult for them. So they've had to lower their standards. They've had to raise the you know the bonuses. Actually,
2: um, that 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 was true until the economy went uh, really south, and uh, And then it got better for them. Yeah, it's now they're getting they're they're you know they're they're over on their numbers. They've got is that right? They've got lots and lots of soft bodies to have uh, to catch hard bullets with.
0: Well, nonetheless, uh, if they do decide to get into other wars, it may be a little bit more difficult for them to uh, spread the troops around, so to speak, because they're pretty committed uh, around the but world.
2: They say, they're rattling the saber on Iran. I mean, you know, and, and they're, they, they're what, they've got a, uh, a couple of them doing naval uh, maneuvers out there in the, the Korean Gulf or whatever. So they're they're looking for more wars.
0: Barely a year after introducing H.R. 1444, which was supposed to form a congressional commission on civic service to study methods of improving and promoting volunteerism and national service for and for other purposes. Now, let me just interrupt here for a moment because there's an important distinction here. Notice that it says that they were going to study methods of improving and promoting volunteerism and national service. Now they're they're sort of concatenated together there as though they're one and the same, but they're different. Uh, volunteerism is not the same as national service. Volunteerism is something that's desirable. It's where people just, they find a, a charity or something like that, or you know, local uh, school soup kitchen, soup kitchen, whatever, uh, something that they feel like they want to get involved in the humane society, etc. Something that they are interested in, and they go and they approach them and they say, "Well, I'd like to volunteer, and how can I help?" And they come up, you know. Organizations are always looking for uh, for an extra hand, and so they usually come up with a list of options for you. You pick one that seems like it 'll work best for you and you go out and you get some log some hours and and help some people out or help some dogs and that's cats or volunteering, or, volunteering. right that 's volunteering national service on the other hand is when you get induced by force into a conscripted government bureaucracy whether and they 're pointing out here that it will be either the military or this uh, you know soon to be created maybe a, a big as large as the Military Civilian Service Corps. They already have the AmeriCorps, the Peace Corps, the Senior Corps. They have all these corps. Uh, now, Now they'll have another one that will be larger, or they'll take an existing one and expand it. But basically, you'll be coerced into working for the government it will not be volunteerism at all that's why they're writing down uh, a bill and they're going to if they get their uh, you know their druthers they will pass this bill and uh, and sign it into uh, to law that will force everybody between as this guy wants 18 and 42 uh to serve for 2 42. years 2
1: right yeah I mean, I mean, what are they like, going to give them to do?
2: Right? Imagine, well, imagine for a second. I am, I am forty years old. I, I mean, I've got a job. I've got a wife. I've got a kid. You're going to tell me that I've got to stop my career dead center, and you know, leave <laughs> my home and my cars and my wife and my kid and go and do whatever the heck it is the government wants me to, to do. Right? To work- Does Charles Rangel think that he owns me? Because he seems seems to think that I'm his slave, because that's what you do with people that I guess indentured servant is probably the better term. But I didn't actually indentured servants generally sign up for indenture, uh, you know, for some reason or another. I didn't sign up for it. I'm not interested. Thanks very much. Don't you love your country? I thought it was the land of the free. Yeah, but freedom isn't free, Mark. How can
0: freedom not be free? You clearly don't love the United States. Clearly you don't love your country.
2: That I, I guess that's you what I'm going to get traitor. told. You I'm, are a traitor. That's what I'm going to get told.
0: You need to do whatever it is your country demands of you. If, if, if you my country's free, about
2: slavery, I'll be a traitor. Thank you.
0: 1-800-259-9231. How do you feel about this idea of national service where you'll be forced, if you're under the age of 42, to work for the government for two years? 800-259-9231. You like it? It's Let me guess line. the people over forty. 40- This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You are invited to bring up whatever's on your mind. Dial in toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. 1-800-259-9231. And you can join us online at freetalklive.com. If you've missed a moment of the show... You can grab archives right there on the front page of the website, going back for uh, a week on the front page. But then you click into the archive section, you can go all the way back to 2006. It's all completely free for you at freetalklive.com.
2: Jurisdictionary.com is a uh, self help, uh, legal self help uh, system that will allow you to, um, to, to figure out how to use the forms, get evidence, move the court, set hearings, do research, draft pleadings. Everything. It's all in there. They've been the leader in lawsuit self-help since 1997. It was created by a doctor of jurisprudence who wants you to know how to protect yourself from members of his profession. It's written in the fashion that the Average eighth grader can uh, they can get through the, the four CD course in a single weekend and understand it. It's it's written in a very understandable fashion. I've taken the course. I understand. Uh, I I understood it completely, and I, I think it was uh, invaluable. Is extraordinarily affordable too. So if you've got a lawsuit or you're, or you've got a lawyer that you sort of need to keep an eye on, JurisDictionary dot com will help you do that. It's JurisDictionary dot com.
0: Now we're talking about uh, this idea of national service, and Adam is joining us from LibertyOnTour.com. dot com. Good evening. Hey. Uh, so mm-hmm. national service or national slavery, as I prefer to call it, where every year this uh, Charles Rangel character puts forth a, a, a very similar bill that essentially will rope all Americans between ages of 18 and 42 into working for the U.S. federal government for uh, two years. And every year it does fail. I mean, the, he, this doesn't pass, but he keeps trying. And normally I don't really like to talk about proposed legislation, uh, because well you know it doesn't always go through but in this case something like what he's proposing has been proposed in different forms uh, recently in the last decade basically and uh, and just a couple of years ago during the 2008 presidential campaign they had a like this summit. On national service where John McCain and Barack Obama were both there and they were both talking about how great national service is and, you know, that it's 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 better than volunteering to actually right. work for the right. government. Like they patriot they, you know. <laughs>
2: They dance in and out of, uh, of of calling it volunteering and talking about it being uh, mandatory. It's 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 very insidious what they're doing and dishonest. Um, the idea that somehow national service, as they're proposing it, they've even gotten uh, big big time sponsors on board, and all the sponsors, oh, yeah. corporate sponsors, it, yeah, they they see it as a, a you know a, a tool to increase volunteerism in, in the United States. And I'm all for volunteering. I think that you're going to volunteer at your church or some local not for profit or whatever. Fine, go out. And do that if that is your highest calling, but um, I, as a matter of fact, I volunteer at my fire department. I have no problem uh, with volunteerism, however, what I have a big problem with is uh, politicians saying how you 're going what job you 're going to work at, how long you 're going to do it, and then
1: they call it national service it isn 't service well sure, you got to look at too at why this is even on a, a political's plate for the fact that it, the government probably has to do this probably give us so now the government has to find a problem on why there 's no one volunteering, and the people the reason why people aren 't volunteering. So they're so used to government doing everything for them that you know, if government would actually just step off and let us all live our lives, uh, there would actually be more people time that would have more time and money true. to volunteer on their own. Right, because
0: we're all working very hard to pay the absurd taxes that exactly. these government people are demanding from us. Let's go to your phone calls. want to hear what you think, especially if you're in favor of the idea of basically enslaving every single American. I mean, if people, some people are in favor of this. They think this is a good idea. Bring the draft back, except they won't call it that. This is the draft. It's just bigger. It's not just the military now that they're proposing. They're proposing a fully um, a military-sized version. Of, that's not the military that they're going to call like the civilian corps or something like that. You know, to be named at this point. But the idea would be that you could choose. It's not. It's not
2: coercion. You can choose. You can work for the military or you can go and work for the civilian corps. They would tell you that when you join the military, you get to choose your job too. But. You just pick the top three, and then they put you where they want.
0: Let's go to your phone calls and talk to Dan, listening to WJML in Traverse City. Dan, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello? Hey, you're on the air. What's on your mind tonight?
3: Well, uh, this whole national service thing, it it is pretty insidious. Uh, I agree with you guys, but... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but in the new health care bill that will be fully implemented in 2014, uh, there's a clause in there that actually offers loan forgiveness if you do this federal service
2: what for the government. Me. I had not heard that. Uh, you know, I, it's and, it's very uh, interesting. Now, what kind of loans do, do they forgive? Loan. Just,
0: student loans. Student loans. Yep. yep. Now, that, that does sound familiar now that you bring that up. Okay, and and uh, I find it to be very insidious.
3: I I don't really trust the government. I'm the son of a Vietnam draftee. I was raised to question everything the government says. I love my country. I love this country. There's no better place on the face of the planet than America. But I, I don't see how bringing back the draft to do anything except take a bunch of liberals and make them run to Canada. Although that might improve the voter base. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't. Uh, I think that we're in a couple of wars that we belong in. I don't think we belong in afghanistan but i think we need to fix the mess we made in iraq
0: um, well, who's we by the way I, I, i'm drugs. sorry i got to interrupt you there i really don't like being included in this collective I we am, that people I, uh, use so I'm often sorry, I'm, sorry. I'm not we in a war reference
3: to the united states yeah not, you mean the, fe- you mean the federal government
0: right because i'm not in a war yeah. and i'm not going to fight a war and i don't care which war it is i'm not going to be involved
3: one thing we do have to do, though, is put a band on the mess we made. Uh, you know, you can get that. Once
1: you get that far into it, you got to fix it. You well, know, or, or the best thing they could do is just leave and uh, I let these most, guys figure it out for themselves. Most Iraqis
2: would. just want our butts out of there. I mean, I, I agree I that, the, that. The, the Iraqi government wants, uh, wants, wants the money that, that uh, the United States government gives them. But most Iraqis would just like us to leave them the heck alone at this point.
3: I, I agree with you. I, I have a lot of friends who actually are over there right now and have returned from there, and uh, they have mixed feelings about how they're received over there. So, I I, I, But to get back to the draft thing, I, I think if they reinstate it, it'll cause a huge problem. I think it'll be worse than the 60s. Thanks. I think there'll be protests
2: and craziness
3: everywhere.
1: I, I also agree with that. And what's not mentioned, or maybe it does a little later, uh, is, is say, what's the punishment for this if you don't go to
2: this two-year Oh, tweet? boy, that's Thanks. a good well, question. They're not going to uh, you know, trot that out well, yet. exactly. Dan, I mean,
0: thank you for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. You can better believe that uh, there will be something that will be uh, prescribed.
1: Exactly. And then like, that, like the last caller said, uh, toting the things like uh, reduced loans or uh, college education are going to get people like, oh, I'll do this and just get this done with. But what's the real question to me is what happens to the ones that don't? Well, don't want you know,
2: it. It, it, well, loan forgiveness is one thing, but uh, they said that, the, you know, the age range on this is from, what, 17 to 42. I'm 40 years old. I don't have any college loans to pay off. I'm not interested. Even if I did, I'm not interested in giving up my life as it is in order to go, you know, play um, army guy in the sand or whatever over in, in Iraq. I'm just not up for that. Thanks.
0: Tim is listening in uh, Virginia to Mount Jackson's WSVG. Tim, you're on Free Talk Live, the In Adam and Mark.
4: Yeah, hey, Adam, I'll just let you know that in uh, Greece, I was just reading a few blogs today, they've got that conscription stuff going on, and if you don't comply, they'll come and uh, arrest your butt.
2: Yeah, I think it's in uh, 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 Israel, too.
4: It's in Israel, too, huh? Yeah, it's coming for us all, isn't it? Well, the
2: conscription was was pretty common um, at at one point in the United States. I mean, most of the major wars, they had conscription. Hell no. Oh, yeah, but I mean, this
4: is conscription for... uh, truck drivers or yeah. anybody yeah. any many things you don't want to host your radio show next week they'll conscript somebody in for it and put them in jail if they don't go
0: well they'll be they won't be conscripting people for private uh, industry they'll be pres- conscripting them to fill government jobs uh, thank you for the call i appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231 that's the SACL cai toll free line and if you're con uh if you're a conscript do they have to pay you like they probably pay, they'll you, pay but you absolutely probably not as pay much you. as the average federal bureaucrat will make. More coming up. You take control. Free Talk Live.
5: In the decades to come, hardy adventurers will colonize the solar system, rediscovering freedom and finding vast new wealth. But the government of Earth will seek to extend its power and claim that wealth as its own any way it can. Escape from Terra, Volume 1. The first trade paperback collection of the popular adventure webcomic series is available now for $12.95 from Bighead Press at BigHeadPress.com.
0: This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves by dialing in toll-free. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy all the features. On the site for free. We've got news updates. You get uh, kept in the loop whenever there's something that you need to know about Free Talk Live. You'll get it via email or Twitter or Facebook. You pick whichever one is best for you or pick more than one if you want over at news.freetalklive.com. That's where you you get signed up for free, news.freetalklive.com.
2: Sakel CAI is one of the major sponsors of uh, Free Talk Live, and um, they are a collections company. They have a full-orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections early-out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. They know that the way they treat your customers, uh, it reflects upon you. Their staff is respectful. They never treat your uh, their, their collections in any horrible fashion so that your uh, business is handled as efficiently as possible. You can see their banner at freetalklive.com.
0: All right, so we're talking about national slavery, or as they'll call it, national service, which is actually a return to the draft, but much larger. It's not just the military now. Now, you, uh, if you don't want to be in the military, they're going to have another option for you. You can go and work for AmeriCorps or the Peace Corps or the Senior Corps or the whatever corps they end up deciding to create. Uh, as you pointed out, Mark, uh, Barack Obama said that he would like to create a civilian service corps that is as large as the military. As and large, as, as
2: powerful, and as well-funded. Yeah. So As powerful. What does that mean?
0: Powerful would sound to me like they would use that for domestic policing.
2: Yeah, I mean, power comes from the the barrel of a
1: gun. Where else does it come from? Sure, the next time Katrina catastrophe happens, uh, that's the people that'll be down there instead of guards.
0: Instead of the military, the National Guard, or something like that, they'll have the Federal Civilian Service
2: Corps, and maybe they'll even give you a gun too. Uh, But uh, yeah, well, well, Katrina happened, they had uh, the the National Guard tromping out, taking guns away from civilians, going house to house, and taking people's weapons.
0: So, uh, 800-259-9231, that's the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Uh, we're going to continue here with your phone calls. Curtis is listening to Tallahassee's W F L A F M. fm Hello, t- uh, Curtis.
6: Hey, how you doing?
0: Hey, you're on Free Talk Live. What's on your mind tonight?
7: Oh, man, this uh, whole civilian court thing. Uh, let me just paint you a vivid picture of what I have found as a history major. This is play-by-play Adolf Hitler's brown shirts in the works right here, right now in America It's inherently un-American. And I've been raised right here in the good old U.S. of A., and they did too good of a job indoctrinating me to the red, white, and blue in order to just lay it down for some Nazi-esque civilian corps, which is just basically the backbone of their snitch society that they're trying to set up.
2: Yeah, you know, I remember uh, driving to to school with my mom in the uh, 1971 Cutlass Supreme with the uh, with a little ragtop that she had and um she she told me I sort of, you know, that there were these bad Russians that they talk about on the radio and you know, what what makes the Russians bad, mom? Well, they have their children, they teach their children to snitch on their parents there, and neighbors snitch on other neighbors, and, and uh, people, you know, brothers and sisters snitch on each other there. That's what my mother told me that the, the evil communists did, um, and that's what made them bad. And now what I find here in the United States is that the, the government really does want to build a snitch society.
7: And indeed they do. Indeed they do, and they are right now. And they happen to know a thing or two about the way the human mind works. You give a man a uniform and a little bit of power, and he will gladly snitch anyone out for a bigger bone at the end of the day. And that's what's going on here. And we're, we're in the middle of a, a silent coup, and they are transforming our proud republic into a communist dictatorship under the Fuhrer Obama.
0: Well, now, I mean, just to, to be fair, the National Service proposals were coming up during the, uh, the Bush administration. And uh, right, the Republicans right, and right, Democrats you know. across the board support this because it's a nationalist thing. And both Republicans and Democrats are very nationalist. Uh, they're very in favor of the nation. And, of course, that's a, you know, another word for the government, the, uh, the U.S. federal government. And whatever it is that can benefit the government, uh, they are in favor of. Now, again, to be fair, Wrangell's proposal has gone down uh, every year that it has been proposed. Uh, but nonetheless, there have been similar proposals made by people within uh, the administration, and uh, again, both Republicans and Democrats support the the, the concept. Of uh, of national service, maybe not all of them do, uh, but a number uh, certainly a number of them do. Really, it seems like all they're really disagreeing over is the details, or as far as how much, how many years one should be spending working for the government, or how many months, or you know what uh, what what the age range should be. Really, that seems to be where the if there's a controversy here between the Republicans and Democrats, that seems to be where the controversy uh, stems from is the details of the program, not the acceptance of the idea.
7: Exactly, which is ridiculous at best that they're just fighting over the details and not fighting over the fact that it 's inherently un-American to set up any kind of civilian police corps or well, whatever how do you feel about the draft
0: How do you feel about the draft let's let's leave the civilian corps idea out of it uh, Would you also agree that it is uh, is wrong to uh, to have a draft
7: absolutely it's wrong. I mean you can't have a volunteer force if you if you conscript them. Against their will, you know, it's it's not no longer a volunteer thing. And to my understanding, volunteer volunteer means you offer your services; they're not required at any state.
8: So,
2: yeah, Curtis, I, I agree that um, that clearly conscription is uh, contrary to the ideas of freedom and liberty, and 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 you know the the lip service that America pays is to to concepts like freedom and liberty, but in fact um, through you know, a great deal of the nation's history, conscription has been the norm. Um, you know, they during the uh, the war, the the war of northern aggression, that was uh, there was conscription. Indeed. conscription there. World War One, conscription, and then they shot the troops that wanted their their bonuses um, out there on the uh, White House lawn, or excuse me, the mall. Um, <laughs> then, uh, World War Two, conscription, uh, Vietnam, conscription. So I mean, conscription is the American way. Well, sure, but you guys... yeah.
1: go ahead, Curtis.
7: It, 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 it might be what is going on, but by our constitutional rights we have the right to refuse service, if you will, and, you know, just be family men or farmers or things like that. You know I don't have a bloodthirst. I don't wanna be in law enforcement. I don't wanna put on combat boots and go to foreign lands and kill people. You know, and that's against everything that I hold to be dear, which is freedom, just raw, unadulterated freedom, you know? And I'm not a criminal. I'm a tax-paying American citizen. I get up and go to work every day. I make my house payments, my car payments. And now they want me to just abandon all of my goals so that I can pursue their goals. And it's just wrong. And it just makes me furious because this is contrary to everything I was raised to believe. And it's like... A switch has gone off, and it's just like we are reversing all of our sovereignty and all of our our huge values, and we're just flushing it down the toilet on this new change idea. You know, there's nothing that needs to be changed with the Constitution.
0: Curtis, I want and to thank I'm you for the good. call. I appreciate hearing from you tonight, and thanks for the thoughts because I'm definitely in agreement.
1: No, yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't know about the whole Constitution thing right at the moment, but to me that's just a failed experiment. But um, essentially he hit on two points. I like to say, like the freedom argument a lot of us can get, and that's what we're talking about here, but even the, the uh, economics behind this. I mean, taking somebody out of their home or their their life for two years to do something that, that someone else has uh, decided, you know what? What the two years of the span will be could harm them. I mean, some people work a job for a year and then I don't just... want
0: to go away from my work for th- for a week.
1: Yeah, no, yeah, exactly. But but some people want to bounce around and experience things. But here you're stuck, and so you, you eliminate that. Then also the the chance for growth, the families. I mean, economically, do we want to give the, or the government anything else to uh, follow up? I mean, look at all the things they supposedly run that are in the red. And um, let's let's not forget that uh, when you know when they
2: they talk about uh, taking care of college uh, you know loans and things like that. When it comes to VA benefits, some I've had people in the military say that it was almost impossible for them to use those VA benefits mm-hmm. that they got as far as uh, college and stuff like that. I don't know. I've heard other people say that they you know they made it work and it was fine. I don't you know I can't speak to There's it. It's a variety of experiences. Out but there. Um, you know I've I've heard plenty of veterans complain about the the services they get from the the VA hospitals too. They won't they. Won't won't even go to the hospitals that they have um they'll they'll you know pay to go someplace else so
0: 1-800-259-9231 is the number here tonight it's i'm surprised we actually haven't had somebody call in to support the idea of national service uh really somebody somebody who really is behind this concept of having every single american between some arbitrary set of ages go and work for the federal government is there anybody out there that supports this idea? One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. If so, why? Well, how can you justify taking people away from their lives and forcing them to uh, to labor for the feds?
9: This Your Family Today tip is brought to you by Nestle Carnation Evaporated Milk, the cooking milk that makes life richer. For rich and creamy recipes, visit us at thecookingmilk.com. We all have our roster of recipes, but eating the same dishes over and over becomes boring. Instead of throwing them out and starting from scratch, play with different ingredients to give new flavor to old standards. Try Thai spices instead of your usual Italian seasonings. That just might do the trick. For more tips like these, visit us at parenthood.com yourfamilytoday.
0: This is Free Talk Live, and you can bring up whatever you want. Take control of the airwaves. Dial in via the toll-free number 800-259-9231. It's uh, one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. 259 9231 is the live Saturday edition and joining you tonight it's Ian Adam and Mark Adam joining us from libertyontour.com he and Pete Eyre getting ready to kick off the tour here uh, as of uh, Monday morning heading down toward the New York City area for their first stop uh details available at libertyontour.com we'll want to talk more about that as we uh, get into the show here
2: tonight and Pete's going to be joining us a little bit later on uh but Mark first so what's what's the name of your search engine try startpage.com instead Your search engine uh, collects your data, uses it to uh, market to you. That's why they offer this valuable service for free. Um, But StartPage.com is different you remain completely private it's third party certified they they do have some ads there that they target towards you but they don't keep your information it's uh, their searches are aggregated from 12 major search engines but unlike your old search engine you'll have complete privacy in your search also beneath each search result is a proxy link so you can go to a website without having cookies put on your computer or, or being watched by uh, you know whatever government program is is watching uh, these things it's start Startpage.com. Uh, you can add it to your browser. They have all that little stuff right there at Startpage.com.
0: All right, we're going to continue taking your phone calls. The National Service Program, a.k.a. National Slavery, is back. Uh, it's reared its ugly head again at the federal government level. Uh, the proposal coming to uh, es- essentially enslave all Americans between age eighteen and forty-two, men and women, for two years. Uh, for two years, working for the federal government, either in the military or in a here to be named, uh, here to be named uh, dra- draft service. It beats system.
2: regular, you know, sort of chattel slavery as uh, as it was, uh, you know, designed and. Um, you Meaning know. you're not out in a field
0: with somebody with a whip, right? Over right. You.
2: I mean, you get you get paid as a, probably some pittance. You might um, be able to work in air conditioning. Uh, it's a possibility. right? Yeah. So it's it's going to beat some. Something like that, but. but
0: it's still slavery. It's still against your will. And I'm just wondering, is there anybody out there that favors this? Let's go to the phones and the fun and talk to Charlie listening in Tampa to WFLA. I
10: was Charlie the plumber. Charlie. I was Charlie the marine. I'm still Charlie the marine. I'll forever be a marine. Hey, I was a volunteer, but let me tell you something, brother. Freedom is not for free. Are any of you gutless wonders if we were attacked over here, are you willing to pick up arms to defend our country against enemy, foreign and domestic? Are you? Are you willing to defend our country? You might not want to go overseas, but you do it in your backyard. Anybody, are you, you actually asking a free? question
0: or are you just rambling?
10: Yeah, I'm doing a little bit of both, but freedom is for free. <laughs> and VA, and I never had I never had a let me tell you what, I never had a problem in a VA hospital. I make a copayment. I was on active duty between 1978 and 1980 on active duty. And let me, you know what? Just like these immigrants. If they want to be an immigrant,
0: let them... All right, just slow down. Just slow down. <laughs> you, you're covering way too many issues here. Adam, did you want to
1: field his uh, original question? Well, do I want to pick up a gun and fight for this country? No. Yeah, You've got to like, wonder, tell me, will you? Do you? No, absolutely not. I don't. I feel that oh, the,
10: you're the you're in my no, country, no, no. Iraqi,
1: no Afghanistan person has ever done anything to me. Have I have no mean, reason to mean. kick I in the door. His... Charlie, hey, I door. Charlie, hang on a second. Know. Hang on a second,
0: dude. Hey, hang on. Let me let me clarify here because I don't think you understood his question, Adam. His question was: if you were invaded, if if uh, the United States, this land mass, were invaded by some evil horde of people that were attacking, uh, would you defend? Oh, absolutely. Like Muslims, and then like
10: Muslims are bombs.
2: Oh, now it's but Muslims. For example.
0: Um, if,
1: people, if people would threaten my life, liberty, or, hap- or pursuit of that, uh, and any of those of people that I care about, I would absolutely come to their aid. So does that answer about, your question? You
10: know, somebody, your, your family, your house is being broken into. I mean, to me, that's a terrorist, whether it's a Muslim terrorist with a bomb, whether it's somebody... Who just now, Charlie, wants to be did, in your just mind, out of
2: curiosity, Charlie, if, if, somebody, if somebody says, give me some money or I'm going to uh, break into your house and take your stuff, that's, a, that's terrorist. a terrorist? What if they work for the okay. government?
10: They're terrorists,
2: too. Well, that's what they do every time they give you property taxes or income taxes. Are you calling the United States government a bunch of terrorists? Because I'll go ahead with you on that.
10: Oh, no, no, i go ahead with you on that, too. We can, hey, we can agree on that. All uh, right, I we're agree in, in agreement. Well, that's hey, great, Charlie. Listen.
0: Thank you for the call. I appreciate hearing from you at 800-259-9231. He does a pretty good Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, you see, he did sound like a wrestler. When he, <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking of. Is this Randy Savage?
11: <laughs> All
0: right, Hulk,
2: Hulk listens to um, WFLA.
0: Uh, he probably does. Let's continue. Bernard is listening to WFLA-FM in Tallahassee. Bernard, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Adam, and Mark. Hello, how are you? What's on your mind tonight? Bernard, you're on the air.
12: Well, you said that you wanted to talk to somebody who um, kind of supported the National Service. I hope you don't cut me off.
0: No, 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 of course not.
12: Okay. Um, Just I don't say anything
0: naughty. It's... You'll be fine.
12: Well, I, well, I, 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 I wouldn't. Okay, um, Okay.
0: So um, why do you support it?
12: Because I think that as we've talked about service to the country... And our servicemen, we've always talked about them as being heroes, and they're the people that that, that Who is we?
0: Uh, that's not what I say okay, about them. Wait, wait a minute.
12: Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me finish. Okay. Uh, the we is the people that talk about our national service guys, our, our military guys, as being heroes. That's the we.
0: Okay. Not me, okay. but go ahead. You and someone else.
12: Okay. Well, uh, well I, I didn't say you, and no, no, I didn't say you.
0: me. No, not you. Okay, so if it's not me and okay, it's not wait, you, then wait, wait. it's not let we, me right?
12: Let, can, can you let me finish of my Of course statement? I can, but I've got to
0: correct you if you're wrong, and I'm not part of your we. I just wanted to make so, it clear.
12: So, in other words, you're not going to let me finish. Now, all the other callers, you let them
4: finish.
0: No, I, uh, we actually had a conver- we have a conversation going here, and when someone s- speaks okay, something that's inaccurate— finish. We are having a conversation. I'm more than happy to let you finish. Go ahead. Just stop saying we.
12: It's an opinion. It's not an accurate. It's an opinion. Go ahead. All right. And and you see you said that you wanted somebody that had an opposing view. Yep.
0: So let me express. Okay. We're waiting.
12: Um, when we talk about when we talk about the draft, I'm in favor of a draft. And the reason that I'm in favor of a draft is this. Every American Every American is then liable to take part in the military service, not just the people that volunteer. You mentioned that you didn't want to go out and um, fight wars. That's right. Okay.
2: Bernard, okay. could can I could I, could I address so that? I want to hear what the finish. rest of you has let to say. I just I just wanted to ask finish. a question, but let okay. Finish. Let me finish. All right. Let
12: me finish and then ask a question. Filibuster,
2: Filibuster away, buddy.
12: Oh, I'm not filibustering. I'm just making a statement. Okay. So... If if, if everybody had to, as in Vietnam, because I was around during that time, I got drafted, okay? Now, I didn't necessarily want to serve. I didn't. But because I was drafted, and I didn't have to go because I had an educational exemption. But had I had to serve, I would have because... I would have done my patriotic
0: duty. You wouldn't have done it because you were scared?
6: What
12: was that again?
0: Well, are you sure you would have done it because it was your so-called duty, or you did it because you were scared of what the consequences would That's be if you didn't opinion. do it? Didn't I'm asking you a question.
12: Being, okay, then no. Let me ask you. Okay. No. Well, okay. if, if, so, why, then so, if, if it was so, your patriotic so, well, duty... Well, why, I, answered
0: you. okay. I answered
12: your question. The answer is no. If right. it was hey, a new question
0: but, now. But, there's a new question. If go it ahead. was your patriotic, well, let me finish. No, we're going to have a finish. conversation now because we don't have another hour to let you finish on whatever it was you were going to say. Go ahead, Mark.
2: You're, 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 um, if if it was about your patriotic duty, then, um, then why didn't you just go ahead and sign up? I mean, if it wasn't, if you were going to say, I'm going to wait until I get drafted,
12: I, I just told you why I didn't. I had an educational exemption.
2: Then it's not about patriotism; it's about you getting your education. I think it's I fine said. that you didn't, didn't that you didn't go. I don't okay, think you should a, wait, have wait, gone.
12: Wait a minute, what? Wait a minute, wait a minute. You said you wouldn't go because you don't want to be in war. That Now, understand this. I didn't want to go either because I don't want to shoot anybody that I don't know. That's not harming me.
0: So you didn't want to go, but you did because it was your patriot I didn't want to go. No, I didn't Patreon. say I
12: did want to go at all. I said I would have, but I got an exemption. So, look, look. wait, 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 wait. Let me finish.
1: But why, why'd you get the exemption if it was your patriotic duty?
12: Let me finish the statement, please.
0: Well, you are really repeating that one over and over again. Uh, you you keep, go ahead you, with you your keep statement.
12: Interrupting. You know what? We are so trying, trying to have a that.
0: conversation. This isn't free statement live. We have a conversation with people who call the show. If
12: you keep interrupting me.
0: Goodbye. Thank you for the call. 800-259-9231. I can't take it anymore. Let's continue with uh, Steve listening in Tallahassee. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Steve.
5: Hey, how are you doing?
0: What's on your mind tonight?
5: No, that's good. Uh, one of you guys was saying that the Charles Rangel had introduced a bill every year, running for a number of years, and it had never passed.
0: Yeah, it's. I think it's every year, every other year, however often this they can particular it. type of well, bill.
5: Well, the, the thing about it is, is the, nationalized health care had been have been tried for decades and it never passed until Barack Obama got in there. You know, I, I'm what I'm suggesting is that the level of insidiousness involved here is much deeper. Than what anybody has been willing to say so far. Um, this past week, I heard a couple of other uh, talk show commentators making reference to Obama's book. Uh, I'm not clear about the title because I haven't read it. It's uh, Dreams from My Father or Dreams of My Father.
2: Something like that. I have no clue.
5: Oh, oh you haven't read it either. <laughs>
0: Okay, I don't read politicians' asking, books. I'll tell you what, I'm not sure what you're trying to get at, but we'll bring you back here in a moment uh, in hour number two. 800-259-9231. It's a lot easier to actually have a conversation when someone isn't shouting at
13: you to let them finish. Uh, more coming up here. Free time. Attention.
0: It's Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL-CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The main feature of the site actually allows you to control the content of our website. You go and submit different Things, uh, stuff you find online from YouTube videos to blog posts to news items, whatever you think interesting, you put it on our website and then other listeners get to vote on how they feel about it. Do you like or dislike? Well, you, de- you decide. You vote on whatever it is you want. And then the most liked of the items will uh, be brought to the front page of the website and promoted to the very top, meaning we're more likely to see them and talk about them on the air one 800 259 is the number, though, to get your voice on at the airwaves. Uh, and freetalklive.com is a place to go to get interactive with other listeners and uh, suggest show prep, stuff like that. Joining you tonight, it is Ian. Adam. And Mark. Adam is here with us. Uh, special guest appearance from LibertyOnTour.com, preparing to take off on Monday morning, leaving from their home base of Keene, New Hampshire, to travel around the country, uh, going to 13 different cities in 13 weeks. New York, Philadelphia, all across the map.
1: All, and- exactly, yeah. It's Philadelphia, Denver, uh, San Diego, St. Louis, you know, just around the hoop and back down, ending in Miami. And the purpose is to uh, to what? Well, essentially, like I said, uh, Pete and I had done a previous project called Motorhome Diaries. That was the uh, broad search for freedom in America. Did a lot of politicians, activists, things like that, um, organizations. I mean, uh, here we want to focus on the activists, the people on the front line, you know, out there, uh, protesting, uh, starting their own thing, uh, you know, radio show, blog, whatever it might be, and uh, really embed ourselves with uh, the local movers and shakers.
0: You guys have uh, you've adorned Marv, the Immobile Authority resistance vehicle. That's your RV that you'll be traveling across the country, and you've adorned it with various different advertisers. Uh, Free Talk Live is on there. Liberty Radio Network at LRN.FM. That's on there as well. Freekeen.com. All three of those are kind of my bailiwick. And then uh, the CD Evolution Fund, we got uh, them a nice nice two-by-two ad right on the door of the RV, which looks awesome, by the way. But Marv is looking good. Lots of great organizations are getting behind you on this trip. No, Yeah,
1: exactly. Uh, a lot of principled uh- uh, hardcore organizations you know a center for a stateless society um freedoms phoenix i mean the, the list goes on and on and for those that are interested head over to uh, liberty on com slash advertisers to check it out
0: very good let's continue here with your phone
1: call steve is uh,
0: i think still waiting in tallahassee uh, listening uh, to wfla fm steve are you still there
1: yes i'm, I'm still
0: here. all right steve you're trying to make a point uh, before we had to run off to break there i wanted to make sure you had a chance to get it out so go ahead
5: Okay, uh, one of you guys was saying that Charles Rangel had introduced a bill every year running, proposing some some sort of national service program mm-hmm. uh, that would be like a draft-type program to serve, uh, I guess, serve the government uh, yeah, um, to work for, a for a number
0: the, of years. Or, yeah, to work for the feds for two years if you're between the ages of 18 and 42.
5: Right, that, that's crazy. But, it, but, but I was pointing out that, um, well... If, You you said that it hadn't passed, and he had been introducing it for a number of years, and I was pointing out that nationalized health care had been proposed for decades, and it didn't pass until Barack Obama became president. And I would like to suggest that the level of the conflict we are engaged in is much deeper than political, that it goes to the level of the spiritual, and what is going on in this country is uh, the attempt of those in power to substitute themselves um, in the place of God as sovereign over the people well, that's over nothing the state.
0: new I mean I to pretend as though that's just now happening is I think a little uh, a little, no, little it's, my not,
5: it's not new it's just at the level of of the attack, sure, sure, it's, it's much more aggressive than it has ever been. But this is a
0: true statement. Each uh, presidential campaign, things keep getting worse. Uh, each administration builds off the evil and the uh, you know the big government that the prior administration created. So, for instance, you know George Bush created a, a you know a much larger government, increased the size of the state dramatically, far greater than Bill Clinton ever could have dreamed. And now Barack Obama has inherited that big government, and he's going to make it even bigger. So uh, well, each, each one makes it worse.
5: That's that's true and uh, so-called conservatives like to point out how good Ronald Reagan was. Ronald Reagan proposed reducing the size of government and he increased the size of
0: government. By significant correct and by a significant percentage over the 8 years he was in office according to Harry Brown uh, the, the, it was something like 69 70% uh, that that he increased it. <laughs> so yeah. so they say one thing and they they do another. I'm glad you called in tonight Steve. I appreciate your call and the thoughts at 800-259-9231. But
2: Reagan's great for some from small government quotes. Quotes are yeah, quotes yeah. are fine. Uh, <laughs> you talk to good
1: game
0: sure it's just he didn't actually wield the, the veto pen very often and what did uh, george bush uh, veto like five bills
2: uh, in the yeah not until the very <laughs> end there for the first six years he had he didn't veto anything so
0: we'll continue here take your phone calls about what you want uh you can talk about the draft if you'd like or no they won't call it the draft this time it's going to be called National Service, and it's going to be bigger than the draft because, for those of you just tuning in, uh, the proposal is on the table. And there have been multiple proposals that have been put on the table in various different ways that the, the federal government – but basically the idea would be that people will have to uh, work from a certain age to another certain age. Some proposals have been 18 to 25 for three months. Uh, this one that's on the table now is 18 to 42 for two years. Uh, but either way, they're just trying to nail, uh, nail down the details. It seems like it's only a matter of time before this comes about where people will be forced to work for the federal government. Government, either in the military or in some new civilian service corps. And of course, they're trying to to uh, conflate it with volunteerism, and it's nothing like volunteerism because volunteerism actually has, uh, you know, actually has meaning because you've chosen to do it. <laughs> There's actually value there because it's important to you. You've chosen to do it. Whereas when you're working for the government, it's it's force, it's coercion, it's despicable. Let's continue with your phone calls and talk to Mitch, listening in Tallah. Oh, Mitch is gone. Let's try Rod in Tampa, listening to WFLA. Rod, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Adam, and Mark. Hey.
14: How you doing? I have right. to apologize. I just tuned into the show just about 15 minutes ago.
0: Welcome, sir. What's on your mind? Sir? And I,
14: and I tuned into the part where one of you guys said that you would not defend the country because no Iraqi or no afghani did anything
15: to you personally
0: well no. wait a minute i think you misunderstood uh, i think it was adam that yeah, that was me you said you would defend yourself against an attack uh but you wouldn't go over and kill people sure, sure. I, was, I was
1: yeah i was implying on the wars that are going on now like uh, any of the reasons that whether they're truthful or not that anyone could give me uh aren't aren't because of me or anything that i've ever done or that anyone's ever done to me so i wouldn't choose to uh side with the united states and uh go over there and fight in this war
14: Okay, so the Twin Towers coming down had nothing to do with you. Well, no. Because you had no one personally in the in the
0: towers.
1: Right. I mean, well I mean,
0: well let's, let's say your your dad died in the, uh, the 9/11 attacks.
1: Sure. I mean, I guess I would I would want to know the true st- the whole story, what would go on and then maybe I would want uh, some sort of justice or if there was still like an like implication. How many Iraqis attacked
2: life? the Twin Towers?
1: I don't know.
14: I, think that I don't was a- <laughs> know the total number. Of
2: None. I'm, I, why didn't we invade France? I mean, what, it, 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 Iraq had nothing to do with the Twin Towers. This was the line. This was the bullcrap that we were fed all along. I remember listening to Glenn Beck. They were talking about Saddam Hussein having this fuselage of a uh, 747 to, to train these guys how to do this stuff. They never showed any pictures of this tr- uh, terrorist training camp. It's a bunch of crap.
14: But they were a piece of the puzzle because they were funding Al-Qaeda.
2: What? Saddam Hussein wasn't Al-Qaeda. funding Al Qaeda. He was at war with Al Qaeda. The U.S. Like federal government, the U.S. Funded. government, was funding Al Qaeda yeah. back in the '80s. Al Qaeda is a creation of the CIA. You want to attack the CIA?
14: Well, maybe we should have. But I'm talking yeah, about now. for that. I'm talking about 20 years ago.
2: Well, they created so, them. They right. cre- the CIA. Look, um, uh, the fact is, No matter how
14: they got created, they, they're there.
2: Right. Osama bin Laden, he was paid by the CIA. CIA. He was on their payroll. So was Saddam Hussein. So was Manuel Noriega. Isn't it weird how the United States government creates all these people and then, and, and then at some point or another sends, sends the young people of America to fight and die because of the messes that they've made? At what point do we say we don't want any more of this crap?
6: Okay, so let me ask you this.
14: Do you say that they created all these? So what should we do? Just sit with our hands underneath our butts?
2: And let no, them do whatever no. they want to our country? They are doing whatever they want. They're in charge. The United States
0: federal government are the real terrorists, sir. They're the ones that are out there stealing money from people, killing people around the world, threatening uh, people here at home, and hurting people on a regular basis. They're the ones intimidating and threatening. They're the ones that are, uh, that are using terror. So to answer your questions to what should be done, I would say not cooperate. Uh, no longer pay them any money. Don't give them any of your obedience. And don't, uh, you know, don't bow down and kiss their boots anymore. They're just a bunch of strange men and women who want to uh, enforce their way upon you with the threat of violence. And I, for one, have had about enough of it.
14: Nobody's saying that the government is doing everything correctly, but
0: no, no, no I don't care country, what they do. I don't care what they do. Anything they do, I oppose because it's being done by coercion. It's being done by force, and I find that, to that unacceptable.
14: Country, would you be able to do your radio station in a different country?
0: Does that's an irrelevant question, uh, and I, we can come back and talk about it if you'd like. Here, I'll explain why it's irrelevant. It's the old, uh, well, we've got the best cancer in the world argument. More coming up here, 800-259-9231, Free Talk Live. Have you been thinking about starting a website? I'm going to tell you about a great offer from HostGator. HostGator is a worldwide leader for web hosting, and they make it easy to get your own .com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates. Use the coupon code FTL, that's FTL is in Free Talk Live, and sign up at HostGator.com to receive your first month completely free. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at HostGator.com host you. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind at 800-259-9231. That's the sacl C A I toll free line. 800-259-9231. Uh, you can join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free on the website, including listening options, live streams, around the clock. You can listen to the latest episode of Free Talk Live uh, for free, of course, at listen.freetalklive.com. You'll also find out about our webcam and our listen lines that can allow you to uh, listen in via any phone that can dial long distance also twenty four seven. Listen dot free dot com. And uh, Hostgator is a worldwide leader for web hosting and they make it easy to get your own dot com domain name. You create your very own website with their free site builder tools and templates, and use the coupon code FTL. That's FTL as in Free Talk Live and sign up at hostgator.com to receive your first month completely free. So free month when you use our coupon code FTL. Whether you want a personal blog or a complete e-commerce business website, let the experts at hostgator.com host you hostgator.com as we continue here i think rod is still with us rod in tampa listening to uh, wfla rod are you there yeah I'm, I'm here okay very good you know what uh, my original, go ahead
14: my original call was about the draft yes sir and when you stop all the finger pointing we still have to defend the united states of america who's we am the citizens of
0: america the citizens of america have to defend the united states now when you say the united states do you mean the plot of land uh known as uh, the united states or the federal government
14: our borders we gotta we gotta protect our land our freedom
0: and what do you propose to do that
14: well what i'm saying is the gentleman that said he wouldn't fight if we had a whole country full of those how long do you think you would be free
0: I think so you misunderstood, and we up. attempted to we attempted to clarify it for you. But let me see if I can uh, clarify here. Uh, Adam had said, and I agree with uh, with him on this, uh, that if someone were to invade his land, then it would make sense to you know use uh, force to fend them off. Uh, but you, he did not want to go, and I do not want to go. And I don't think Mark wants to either uh, to go and fight other people in other countries around the world because some politician said so.
14: Yeah, and that's been going on for a while too. But my point is, if it comes down to somebody who's giving us like a threat, like a career or somebody of that nature, isn't it best to take it to them, or or should we wait till they come well, first and, of all, and Korea... do the damage
0: here first? <laughs> First of all, the United States has never left Korea. Uh, they're still there, as a matter of fact. So when you say take it to them, that may be one of the reasons why you f- uh, you feel threatened by them, because they may feel a little threatened by the fact that the United States federal government is right across the border from them in, uh, in South Korea. Now, look, I'm not defending what North Korea does. I think it's a horrible place to live, and it's a crazy place, uh, no doubt about that. But uh, the United States federal government getting involved in other country's business around the world has created enemies and then they use those enemies as an excuse to make the government larger and the military larger and uh, make government bigger and more expensive and more intrusive than ever tax the crap out of all of us
1: exactly it's a textbook blowback i mean the meddling in everyone else's affairs is why and the person who was talking about the 9-11 call or uh, twin towers that's exactly what that is i mean if we weren't blowback uh, exactly it's it's if we weren't uh over there, building armies and you mean bases. They, the government. Excuse I'm not me. There. Excuse me. Yes. If they aren't over there building these bases and things, um, then the other people wouldn't be trying to harm us as well in these "quote unquote" terrorist attacks. Now, Rod,
0: you brought up right before we went to break. I want to make sure I address this. Uh, you, you said, "Well, something about would you be able to do your radio show in other countries?" What were you trying to get at there?
14: Well, we have freedom in this country. You in know, other countries <laughs> don't have the
2: freedom. <laughs> Try not paying your income tax. Try walking down the street with a joint in your hand. See if you have got freedom.
14: Well, I'll try that in other countries too. You're making no, You're, you're, that you're making
2: a comparison. It's like me coming to you with uh, with a you know some kind of skin cancer, and you've got bladder cancer. And I say, ha 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 ha, my cancer's better than your cancer. We both have cancer, dude. The fact is, tyranny is. Awful, and you need to identify it that way. You don't you don't smear yourself in it and say, hey, isn't this wonderful? It's not. Right. So what
0: you're basically what I hear you saying, uh, Rod, is that, well, you believe that we're free because in comparison to some other places around the world, this particular slave plantation has a few more freedoms. And that may be a true statement, although in other ways it's not true because Hong Kong wins time and time again in uh, the most economically free uh, the measures of the metrics of the most economically free countries in the world world uh, by both the heritage foundation which is a conservative uh, organization and the free the world organization both of those uh, organizations on a yearly basis named hong kong over and over again and the united the states has been one, slipping the number one freest place economically so it's not even a true statement anymore that the u.s is uh, is the most free place it's nonsense uh but well,
14: let me ask you this then yes sir I, i'm not happy with everything that's going on either but if america is so bad why are people coming here and why aren't people like yourself that think it's so bad leaving
0: here I, don't me, get this. I I can answer that question for you first of all it's not as bad still as the rest of the world if you look at the uh, the economic freedom of the world reports you'll see that America usually ranks between like seventh and 13th place in the world so that means there are probably a couple hundred other countries that are worse than uh, than the United States there're about five or six that are better on most most of the charts than uh, than the US as far as economic freedom so we're talking not talking about social freedoms because Singapore is the number two Most economically free country, but it's not the most socially free. Uh, so, so to answer your question, is uh, is that there are a lot of countries where people would like to come from
2: because it's worse there. And why is it that people like us haven't left the United right. States? The, the fact that we suggest improvements doesn't mean that we hate the United States. I mean, the the guy who created the fuel injection system for the for the the car, it's better than a carburetor. But Bosch didn't hate cars. He didn't hate hate Mercedes Benz because he made a suggestion on how to make it better. Right. I'm just suggesting I'm that. that the I'm land. Like the free right. actually should should resemble that statement.
0: Yeah, we really need to have real freedom here. And, and you I'm don't get
2: freedom to... by going around the world and kicking other people in their shin, and then and then and then fighting and fighting it out with them. And my idea for that's getting doing. freedom
0: isn't to just run off to another slave plantation because that's really all I would be doing is I would be running to another slave plantation where there would be a master there and they would have a different set of rules and a different set of taxes and all of that. I pretty much know how this plantation works, so I'm going to stay here and I'm going to get together with some of my other slaves here in New Hampshire. We're going to gather some of the upset slaves from around the country and around the world, going to bring them here to New Hampshire, and we're going to cut our chains off, and we're going to set ourselves free. So we are actually doing something, and I did leave Florida, where I lived for my entire life for 26 years, was born and raised down in Sarasota, Florida, and I did leave to make the move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. So no, I'm not leaving the so-called United States, but I did leave Florida because I didn't see any chances for freedom down there, and I see plenty of chances up here uh, Adam is getting ready to go on tour around the country just to uh, to meet up with other liberty-minded people. And one of the things you're going to be doing is you're going to be you know you're going to be speaking about your experiences here in New Hampshire.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And uh, everything that you just said is you know true. And uh, you know I don't think I'm going to be off here in the next segment. But uh, before I go, that that's just it, man. New Hampshire is uh, where it's at. And if people are really looking to uh, take their level of involvement to a place where they feel that it's actually making uh, improvements and steps of forwards towards freedom. New Hampshire's where it's at. Rod, uh, does that answer your question?
14: I'm hoping you guys don't think that we got freedom with this administration.
1: What are
0: you talking about? There's no freedom in America. It's not us and them, man. It's
2: not about who you vote for. When you get the Republicans in later on this year and that's what's going to happen, you're not going to be free then either. The Republicans and the Democrats both grow the government. Forget that paradigm.
1: It's not going to save you. The government's only nature is to grow. They only can measure themselves by tax dollars taken in things spent and other things assumed yeah I, maybe you missed the part of the show
0: earlier when we were talking about how each administration grows off of one another they they use the the government they create within the last administration to uh, to create more government upon uh, on top of that and so on and so forth so of course we don't think this administration is freedom there's no freedom in america and there hasn't been for a long time thanks for the call it just keeps getting worse That's why I support Secession. Screw America. It's Free Talk Live. is free talk live the live saturday edition of the program you can dial in toll free take control of the airwaves bring up anything 800-259-9231 most people have been talking about the draft here tonight or what they'll be calling national service if it comes about where wherein they will force every american between a certain arbitrary age range to work for an arbitrary amount of time for the federal government Uh, So you're welcome to share your thoughts on that or bring up anything, 800-259-9231. Now we're doing something unusual tonight uh, for a Saturday show. Normally during the week we uh, tend to have a third person in on the program to give the the show a little bit of flavor, change up the uh, the viewpoints a little bit, and uh, normally we don't do that on Saturdays. But tonight I've made an exception because, well, Pete and Adam are getting ready to leave. They're getting ready to leave New Hampshire again. We'll miss you guys. It has been a lot of fun, though, having you guys here. Pete Ayer joins us tonight from LibertyOnTour.com. Hey, hey. Uh, So it's been a lot of fun not only having you on the show occasionally, but also you've been kind of camping out here in MARV, the Mobile Authority Resistance Vehicle, here at the uh, LRN.FM studios. And uh, it's been it's just been a blast. Plus, we've got the, the Keene Nightcaps that you guys kicked off a few weeks ago that have turned into an incredibly popular social event on a nightly basis here in Keene, with people openly uh, consuming alcohol and uh, cannabis and just having a good old time down in the the local park in the center of town. Uh, so, I guess you guys have a couple more nightcaps before you you head out on Monday morning.
16: That's right. Yeah, we'll make it to two more. And uh, yeah, it's been great being in New Hampshire. Really has both of us. Uh Love it here, and there's a lot of good people and I know people are probably getting tired of us just hyping this place up, but uh you know whether whether you're in Keene or Grafton or Manch or wherever you go, just come to New Hampshire, check out the different spots, and see where you best fit see what crew you like and what kind of activism is more your flavor and it's here in new hampshire so
0: yeah whatever kind of uh, liberty activism you're interested in you will find it here and there's so many great people hundreds of folks have moved here as part of the free state project we'll tell you more about the free state project here in a little bit Uh, also libertyontour.com, if we get a chance we'll talk more about that too of course
2: we're going to take your calls about anything but first Uh, jurisdictionary.com it is a step-by-step explanation of how to use and access the American judicial system, and you can do it without an attorney. It's, it works for plaintiffs. It works for defendants. It works in all the state and federal courts. It, would de- it was designed by a doctor of jurisprudence to explain to you how to protect yourself from mem- other members of his profession. It's very affordable. It's less than the cost of a single hour with, uh, with any good lawyer. It's jurisdictionary.com. It'll explain to you how to control evidence, uh, how to use procedure rules, all of it. Jurisdictionary.com. I've used the course, and it's great. Okay. <laughs> All right, so I want to
0: clarify before we go on. Uh, you're right, Mark. You called me out off after we went off the air, and I said uh, I support secession. Screw America. I yeah, have been that's more ac- clear. Crappy when you do that. Screw stuff. the federal government. Screw the United States of America. That's the federal government, and well, I have no interest in that.
2: You know, the, the, people have this uh, attachment. I have this attachment um, to the the red, white, and blue, the flags, the eagles, the uh, the songs, the the pledges. It's nationalism is what it, you're it, talking it, it, about. But there's there's an emotional attachment to it, and there's no reason to kick sand in that because those things are fine in and of themselves the problem is is that the government the united states you know long ago was hijacked by evil men that wished to use it for their for their uh you know benefit and you know, many people have you could say that uh, served, was true from the very beginning. Many people have served on, um, you know, in the military, and they they take it very, very personally. And most people take it very personally when you say bad things about sort of the ethereal United Statesness. I'm not talking about Washington D.C. You could say screw Washington D.C., and I think the vast majority of people would agree with you. I'm all for uh, the the states, the, the the several states splintering off. I don't think that it the, can't happen soon enough. Let's go. I don't go think the we need the federal government for anything, but Kathy I don't think that kind of language uh, is online. solves anything. Charleston,
0: you're uh, Kathy in Charleston listening to WSCFM. You're on Free Talk Live.
17: Hey, how are y'all doing this hey. evening? Super.
0: What's on your mind tonight, Kathy?
17: Good. But y'all was calling about the screw America thing also, basically, and I understand what you're saying now, basically screw the government. And, um, you know, I'm not happy with our government either, but I'm, I'm proud to be an American. I think we're totally different from, you know, a lot of the other individuals in the country. Um, we are um, totally who's, different. Yeah. Who's
2: different than the other people in the country? What do you mean?
17: Well, I meant just our standards, like Iraq for instance, when they had Saddam Hussein in there. There was no freedom of speech there. If you didn't say what they like, they cut your tongue out, basically. Um, you know, that it was just totally socialized over there. And, you know, I'm, if we were in that type of condition, I would hope that someone would come over and help us.
16: Well, that that sort of thing has happened here in what's called the U.S. before the Alien and Sedition Acts, and you know, to uh, people who self-describe as anarchists, uh, about during uh, uh, yeah. the Civil War
0: when sure. uh, Abraham Lincoln threw uh, people fr- who were in the press in jail cells.
17: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. And
2: you know, but- when, when you say they came over and helped, certainly there were Iraqis that were helped by it, but let's not forget that a quarter million of them have uh, sort of died in the aggression that went on. That was the um, you know the the Iraq War. So those people and their families don't feel helped. They feel dead.
17: Yeah, but what about the ones that are now there that their country's thriving? You know, and their country isn't. And it, that?
2: It, their country was doing really well um, from a financial standpoint prior right. to that. I agree that Saddam Hussein, who the United States got out of prison and put in charge of Iraq, so the United States caused the problem and then went in there and solved it. And this is and that's you know that's what happened with Iran. The United States installed the Shah, and then there was a rebellion, and now we're you know that we're rattling the saber on Iran. It's amazing how. When you look at the history, how the United States government's fingers is in every single one of these pies already. And then we sort of get introduced into it. You and I get introduced to it through the media like, oh, my God, they did something terrible. And of course they did. But generally what the people in the Middle East are doing is reacting to uh, intervention from the Western world.
17: Right. We're coming over there basically telling them how to run their country when we pretty much set it in motion.
16: Yep. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think the most important thing about this is if you feel like these people should be helped, you know, given aid and with some capacity or another, that's great, but give of your own money, don't put a gun in your neighbor's head and force them to give, because what if, you know, if, right. if, if you're making the case that it's okay that the U.S. government went into Iraq this time, what if next time a group of people get together and say, hey, let's go into country X or country Z, and you're not for that, yet you just right. legitimize the system by saying that it's okay that it was done this way?
17: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I try to, you know, I want to support our soldiers who are over there, you know, fighting and dying for, I guess, our freedom and their freedom. Yeah, that's the PR, Kathy, but it's not really true,
0: is it? Because uh, if they were fighting for freedom... Uh, then there would be some freedom that would be gleaned uh, gleaned from all this. But what in point of fact they're doing is they're fighting for the whims of politicians, and the politicians aren't interested in what you or I want. The
2: politicians are interested in what their means, whatever their goals are. And they 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 use the military to get what they want, and they don't mind if if, uh, soft bodies of young men catch hard bullets. I don't want that to happen. If by support you mean that I want those guys to live and prosper and have good lives – and come home. Yes, that's what I want. Yeah, if support means that I want them to, uh, you know, kick in doors and shoot civilians, which is happening far more. That's what these WikiLeaks uh, papers are saying. It's happening. Um, a lot of civilians are getting killed in Afghanistan, and people are over there are upset about it, understandably.
0: Right. And look at look at the st- you know the, 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 look at the last hundred years. I mean, look at what the military uh, people have been doing. They've been fighting a lot of wars. They sure as heck have been doing a lot of fighting out there. But I don't see any increase in freedom. In fact, freedom has been on the decline uh, over time, the government has gotten larger over all of
2: these in
9: years. The United States.
0: In the Yeah, in the United States, the government has gotten more intrusive, more oppressive, and more expensive than it ever has. And and the, the whole time, the, the troops have been the founding fighting for fathers, freedom.
2: The founding fathers were scared to death of a standing military. Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, all these guys mm-hmm. that, that wrote these, uh, these seminal documents that we have, these guys were scared of a standing military.
16: And you never get taught that in school. And if you think about the uh, implications of, of having this massive military-industrial complex, what happens to all, all this hardware, all these personnel? You know, the the uh, police departments here in the U.S. internally have definitely become more militarized. The use of mm-hmm. raids, the use of, of aggressive tactics against peaceful people have increased. The war on drugs is ramped up, so there's there's implications here at home as well. So, Kathy, I I mean, wanna, I mean, our our country's a wreck. It's not safe
6: to go
17: in the streets. You know, everybody's getting robbed, murdered, raped.
0: Yeah, I mean, and then I there's the government robbing people too. Thank you so much, had, for the, Kathy. I appreciate hearing from you. I thank you for the call tonight at 800-259-9231. So it seems like uh, that for all the fighting that's been done in the name of so-called freedom, there hasn't been much freedom achieved from that, huh? It seems kind of the reverse. The more the government seems to fight and kill people in wars around the world, the less free we become.
2: The government here grows because that's yeah. what you have to have to have a big military. You have to have a big government so
0: 800-259-9231 that is the number uh, I'm not
2: an isolationist I'm a non-interventionist yeah, I think that people difference. around people around the United States should be able to trade and sell and buy and trade and marry and, and travel around all they want that's it's what freedom is the about. government going uh, sending putting military bases in 130 nations is it 130 nations around the world At more least. than 700 uh, military Correct. bases it's crazy uh,
0: Pete Aire is with us here tonight as a special guest host uh, from libertyontour.com we're going to come back with more this is free talk live This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up anything by dialing in toll-free at 800-259-9231, the Sakel cai toll-free line, 800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site for free. Enjoy those on us. Again, freetalklive.com. By the way, just a quick uh, update on the Shire Society Declaration. Pete, were you a signer of the Shire Society Declaration? Yes, I was. You were. Okay, Mark was uh, the only one in the room who didn't sign it. Uh, You can go to uh, freekeen.com and you can now see the signed versions of the Shire Society Declaration. This is what happened live during, the free, uh, during Free Talk Live Saturday edition during the Porcupine Freedom Festival. We had something like, I haven't counted the signatures, but probably about 100 people signed two very large Shire Society Declaration documents, essentially declaring their independence from the coercive, uh, violent society of the government and, and forming and creating and joining uh, the, the uh, consensual society known as the Shire Society, and a lot of people have been asking about that. We have not yet set up a website that allows anybody to sign online, but that's what's coming. Down the line, we're going to take these PDFs. They've been turned into a PDF, and they're beautiful, uh, thanks to Puke and Meg and Sam. Uh, they uh, they put these together, some of the activists here in the Keene area, they put these PDFs t- uh, together. Puke's a photographer. He brought out his awesome Digital camera, this really high-res camera. They set up some lighting, and they really made this document look very nice. Uh, so you can go and see that. Grab the PDF over at freekeen.com, and you know, stay tuned. We will let you know when finally a, a website launches that has some sort of digital signature option. Uh, that's uh, that's in the future, but for now you can go and grab the PDF of uh, what was, I think, a pretty a pretty historical moment uh, in the the freedom movement. So head over to freekeen. dot com. You can grab that. We go to your phone calls about what you want. Pete Ayer is with us here from uh, Liberty on Tour at libertyontour.com. dot uh, com. Let's continue with your calls. David is with us, listening in our very own Keene, New Hampshire, to WKBK. Hello, David.
11: Good evening,
7: gentlemen. Hey, what's on your mind? This, this is what I was going to say. Um, Regarding the draft, I think it may very well be a good thing and could yield some good results. How so? Why? Because if it's a draft, then that will connect the American people much more so to the war and bring it home to them and perhaps cause an uprising to an extent of objectivity to object to the war and perhaps... Be the beginning of the ends of the stupid wars we're in.
2: Well, you know, the, one would have right. Uh, okay, I've, I've heard this Rangel line. Claims. Of, right, I've heard this line oh, of uh, of thinking, and I, I get it. But that didn't work for Vietnam. All they did was stop the draft. So I mean, <laughs> you know, the Vietnam War ended in the in the seventies, and you know, there was a short. There's a a short period of peace, but it didn't make it for a, a full decade uh, before Jimmy Carter goes into Iran a, a with, uh, with the, the helicopters, which I sort of understand yeah, yeah. why
16: he would have you, um, done that. You know what I would like to see, David, is is, not, uh, is folks not speaking out against this bill in specific and just saying, oh, this is a terrible bill and da 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 and like allocating their, their time and their resources to working through the political system to defeat this bill. I just want folks to go out there and say, hey, look, these other people over there don't have any right to tell me or you where to go. You know, they don't have any right to you. That's slavery. And just, like, make the claim across the board so that these kind of things never happen, so that people learn, you know, that they own themselves.
0: Yeah. David, I understand, I understand yeah. where you're coming from here, but it seems to me uh, to be quite the price to pay, because if you institute a draft, people are going to get drafted, and they're going to get sent over to be uh, killed. Uh, as, so how many people are you willing to have perish in order to, uh, to end the war?
7: Well, this is just like some glimmer of uh, one has to look for hope where I there see may you're, be. you're trying but to find it's the like silver a lining. Desperate situation, it seems like.
0: <laughs> I see you're trying to find the silver lining in a desperately uh, poor situation. <laughs> exactly. I got gotcha. you. I appreciate that. I appreciate the optimism, but uh, I don't think that I'm just not one of those people that supports moving more closer to tyranny. Uh, that I, I could not support more tyranny in order to end tyranny. I understand that some people would point out that in order to uh, to wake Americans up, they're going to have to taste you know the 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 sword of the state uh, in their the tip of the sword in their back or something like that, or, or find out what it's like uh, to have the state aggress against them or one of their friends. And I, I think that's true for a lot of people, but that doesn't mean I could possibly get behind advocating the expansion of the state in order to uh, to have people experience that violence. And I thank you for the call tonight. Uh,
2: another thing, I've, an, an explanation I've heard for the draft is, well, then the rich people would have to get drafted just like the poor people. And it, <laughs> that's the funniest one, right? Like the idea, right. really, really, do you, is that what like you think is going George Bush's have...
0: daughters or Barack Obama's daughters. Sure. Yeah,
2: I mean, even if they do, they're going to get some assignment that's going to be unlike whatever it is that you've got to do. Um, I mean, George Bush what got assigned to Alabama during the uh, Vietnam conflict. You know, protecting protecting the skies of Alabama and not even very well. Didn't even, like, show up for it. So, I mean, that's how it's going to be, people. Never, ever, ever expect that you can get the rich people to have to live like the rest of us. They don't. That's the problem with uh, with this big, powerful government in the first place. People believe the Democrats mostly, believe that you can use this big, powerful government to somehow even the playing field. Please, have you ever seen a, 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 an instance in history where power doesn't reside with the, the rich? I mean, whenever there's power, the rich always get it. The idea, kill the power. Then you won't have the rich after it. There
0: you it. go. Let's go to Lee listening in St. Pete. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Lee. Lee? Hello. You're on the air. What's on your Hello. mind tonight? Hey there. How you guys doing? You're on the air, Lee. What's on your mind tonight?
6: I'm right now being a slave for our government. That I'm currently working as they call it now that nowadays, present day slavery. Um, what
2: does that mean? I
6: have on my mind <laughs> I have on my mind the uh, it's simple. Why we go to war it fattens already rich people's pockets with more money because all those companies need to make money. All those awarding companies, Halliburton, all the yep. other ones, Bell and Hal, that make the helicopters and... And so there's your answer, simply. It's, it's all profiteering, war profiteering. Yeah, the military-industrial
0: uh, complex, you're absolutely right about that. Because if it were about stopping the so-called enemy, they could have just hired, you know, some uh, badass uh, sniper mercenary types to go in right. and take out uh, Osama bin Laden or Saddam Hussein or whatever. Blackwater would
2: have taken care of that for you real quick, they, and it wouldn't have done it for the—I what I think they're on to $3 trillion you could, these two a, you, could,
0: you could have put a bounty up of a few billion dollars and had one of Saddam Hussein's right-hand men turn in. In, I mean, maybe the they right would, price. maybe they
2: wouldn't. But if you would have let, if you would have just cut the chain on, uh, on on some of these mercenary groups, I'm sure they would have been fine. But
0: my point being, Mark, if you were to put up a few billion dollars as a as a, you know the bounty on the the, the bad guys that you supposedly yeah. want to get, somebody's going to go ahead and cash in well, on that. One
2: of the things they did with the bounty is they didn't allow Americans to to go after it. I mean, they made it illegal for Americans to try to collect the bounty. So they did put up a small bounty comparative to what they spent um, on these wars, but they didn't allow Americans to go after and collect on it. Right, so
0: the the fact that
6: they didn't do that, it shows... Can we guys please not call these wars anymore? They are what they are. They are occupations. The sure. longest-lasting war is actually the Korean War, which is still—we are still at war with Korea. We have an armistice. We we don't have a, a, a war that's actually stopped. So we but are they didn't declare still it. at war with with.
2: North Syria. Yeah, and, well, of and course,
0: this point Mark points out that none of this is a war because they didn't declare
2: anything. The last of it. war that was declared was World right. War II, That's, so it's really confusing. Exactly. Now they're we're just talking not, about legal terms, wars.
0: though. I mean, really, right. we're just talking about a legal right. When you're out
2: there here. with a with, with a you know an army helmet on and, and some body armor and there's uh, bullets zinging by your head, it feels like war, though. You hey,
0: know? Lee, I want to thank you for the call. Thank you for the thoughts tonight. I appreciate hearing from you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Let's continue. Uh, let's. Uh, I believe Art is with us also listening to WFLA in Tampa. Hello, Art. Art, you got to turn down your radio when you're on hold. That way you can hear when we actually pick up the phone. He's like wandered off to the kitchen to do having, dishes or something. Right, instead of having to wait for the seven-second delay or however long it is uh, to actually catch up. Art, are you there? Art going once. Art going twice. Let's put Art back on hold. Maybe he'll uh, listen to all that here in a moment and figure out exactly <laughs> what, uh, what went wrong there. Let's continue with Robert listening to WXNT in Indianapolis. Robert, you're on Free Talk Live.
15: Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Hey, what's on your mind? No
0: problem. What's on your mind? Yeah,
15: I- well, I just wanted to ask you, and I and I, I you know I don't want to uh, take a lot of time here, but just preface: I, I definitely agree some things you say, and then probably disagree with others. Um, and, and admittedly, I, I come at things as a, uh, a Christian with a biblical worldview, so I'm probably going to differ from you on, on some different things. But just to get your opinion, um, what what are what do you believe that the federal government and and I don't know if I say federal government at the state level should be allowed to do, for, for example? Uh, is one of the roles of government to quote unquote restrain evil? For example, child molesters put them in prison, put them on trial.
0: Uh, would you murder. say before you go on with that? Would you say that it's evil to to uh, to steal from people? Well, of course. It's well, then, the then by that by I that believe. definition, that it's impossible for the government to restrain evil because they have to do evil in order to exist.
15: Yeah, I I don't disagree with you, and I I mean I'm a very a big proponent of um, extremely limited government and, you know, making it to the point where there's nothing to gain by someone serving within the
0: government. I'll tell you, you know, what, I'd you like to get into, into this a little deeper with you, if you don't mind. Hang on. Uh, we'll bring you back here after the news. What is it? And we'll go around the the panel here, and y'all can answer this question. Uh, Pete Ayer with us here tonight uh, from LibertyOnTour.com. What is it the government should do, if anything? And I highlight the if anything in my version of the question Uh, Hour number three is on the way next, and uh, maybe we'll also get Arts, uh, or rather uh, Robert's
9: answer to the question, too.
0: What's your favorite government program? Think about that one, Robert. More coming up.
9: How long can you hold your breath? (sighs) Not long.
0: Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number 800-259-9231. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. Joining you tonight, it's Ian. Pete. And Mark. Pete Air is with us on our third microphone tonight. A little unusual to have a guest in throughout the entire show on uh, free talk live saturday edition but we're doing it because i think liberty on tour is that important uh you guys are getting ready to kick off liberty on tour here in the next couple days monday morning you're heading out in marv the mobile authority resistance vehicle people can see marv if they head over to uh, Libertyontour.com, and uh, you're going to be touring around the country going from a uh, s- different city to different city around the united states all across all the way out to the west coast is, uh, that's is that right, right yeah
16: we're going to be going uh out in the west coast of san diego and then uh Back around Vegas, Phoenix, Austin, New Orleans, all the way down to Miami. Birmingham, so Atlanta, Miami, yeah. starting here in beautiful
0: Keene, New Hampshire, is the home base, and then going around the country for thirteen weeks, meeting up with all kinds of liberty-oriented people, uh, and doing, getting involved in uh, whatever activism scenes there are in those different cities. Right? As well. Yeah,
16: that's that's why we we really could use your help. You know, we're, me, it's just myself and Adam. We're just two guys. And uh, we really rely on people's leads and feedback. So if you guys, uh, if you have any ideas of what we should cover in your town, if we're coming through there, uh, whether it's a story that could you know, deal with a voluntarist perspective, you know, one that's been overshadowed, that shows like, the harms government's caused, or you know, something that's going on today, or you know of some activism that's going on, we could really use some leads and, uh, so we could put out some good content.
0: Go to libertyontour.com, and there's a contact uh, information available there. Right? Correct. All right. So we're going to continue here. Uh, we're going to take your phone calls. Robert's been waiting patiently. We started out talking about the, the, the return of the draft. They're going to call it national service. Uh, I consider it national slavery. That uh, parlayed into a conversation just about the federal government in general. And Robert, you'd asked a question before we went away there in the last hour about, uh, and let me see if I'm recapping correctly, what should the, uh, the federal government do? Is that your question?
15: Yeah, and uh, I, I appreciate you guys holding me on the line over the uh, hour break there. And I, I think you had asked um, what programs I, – I'm interested you noted the word programs in there, and and maybe I'm – maybe i'm off base here i don't think the federal government should be involved in any programs per se okay so you don't have um, any
0: any favorite government program that was my question to you was kind of to bounce question
15: I back i do away in. with i can't think of one i mean i was thinking about it for the last 10 minutes while you asked yeah that, that
0: tends to be
2: that tends to be people's response to the kind of like npr and uh the the space program if you know the space program's fun people flying around up in the the space and stuff. Except it's really
0: expensive and they spend way too much on every single thing that they do, and there's so many failures that it's embarrassing. Uh, but what but,
2: about NPR? It's great. They'll, they'll like have a goat.
0: And I don't know if NPR is great. I never listened
16: if to it. If there's a but, demand there, it'll, it'll exist. <laughs>
2: right. Well, didn't you say that NPR was now like 10% funded by government? Yeah, it's, it's like a 10%, 11%, 9%, thereabouts. So no. it's only, only, only a tenth of their funding actually comes from the government. They don't need the government. They're probably the biggest success story the government can really tout. They actually created something that is now. Uh, you know, so demanded that people are paying for. It.
0: So, uh, so, so that's the reason I asked you the question, Robert. Was just kind of turn it back around on you to see what your yeah. answer would be. Yeah. And I yeah, agree yeah. with you. I, I have no nothing. I have no love for the federal government or any government, in any of their programs. But let me get Pete to answer your question uh, about what should the federal
16: government do, Pete. Yeah, I don't believe you know any any form, any institution, uh, organized body outside yourself that you haven't already granted authority to has a right to uh, you know restrict you. Your choices, and that's essentially what governments do, whether it's at the local, state, or national level. They they create entry barriers, regulations, taxes, you know, fines, this and that. So, um, for me, I, I don't know. Once, if, if I think earlier you said you know you're like an ultra small government person, but you know, who defines who defines what that entails? Who defines what a small government can do? Um, Does, if you allow is the Constitution? For, no, well, if you allow for this organization to exist. If you grant that an or, and a group of people has a right to steal money from you has a legitimate right to to use monopoly, then like what if if uh everybody else wants to use the government in ways that you don't want to use it for, and, and then you know since you 've already bought in uh, you 're legitimizing it, and then they they're going to take your money and spin it in ways you don't want that you may f- feel are immoral even
15: Yeah, no, I understand your point i uh, Maybe, maybe a, a more practical real life example would be a good one. Um, what about um, imprisonment of, of dangerous criminals? Well, I'll, I'll use pedophile, pedophile, convicted sex offenders of, let's say, children under the age of five years.
0: I don't I, think you need a who, I don't think you need a three trillion dollar federal government to imprison oh, well, uh, dangerous people. But we,
15: so we're we're not the disagreement there. So you guys would agree that it? I, I don't know if it's a federal or state role. I, you know, I, I I'm not sure. Probably more of a local role there, but. Some government entity needs to be in control of that prosecuting. Well, no, I let, let, me, let
2: me tell. Well, I, I think I do, but let me um, let Who me is? point it out to you in, in a way that that might be a little different than what you've thought of in the past. Okay, Robert. Um, All right. Now, first off, I'd, I'd have I'd have to say that, that the Constitution is in play, and the federal government is abiding by the Constitution. The Constitution says the Supreme Court ha- um, is the body that interprets the Constitution. They've interpreted it the way they've interpreted it. it. Doesn't matter what it says. If the Constitution said this, if the sky was orange, then in fact, uh and and, and, you know, the, the Supreme Court agreed that it said that the sky was orange, the sky would be orange. Um, so the Constitution is totally uh, sanctifies this government that we have. Now, let me tell you about what I think as far as government goes. And I don't think that this, this is something that can come out in a day. But, you know, there's times in history when people uh, were, were killed for their religion. For instance, the Calvinists in England, they came over here to uh, to escape oppression. And then, of course, when the Quakers came over, the Calvinists killed them. But, you know, I mean, there's... There's been different times in human history when people couldn't even imagine the idea of two religions coexisting in the same geographic area, but now they do, right? Like we, you know, we're all different uh, denominations and religions and somehow or another we don't hang each other, Right. OK. So imagine for a second the idea that I could have a governing body. We'll call that governing body New Hampshire. And then I could take that governing body with me on a, a global basis or, or let's let's just say in, inside the uh, the area of the United States. And I would actually know what the rules were where I was, because you could go, say, to. Wyoming and have a gun on you and not realize that it's illegal there. Actually, more Probably, like totally Illinois than Wyoming. Yeah, <laughs> more like Illinois. You, you could go to Illinois and today. wouldn't even know that yeah. you're breaking the law. So imagine a um, instead of governing bodies being attached to geopolitical landmasses, them actually you choosing which one you want to have.
15: But that seems like it would lead to chaos and <laughs> that 's that's, that's probably what the
2: Calvinists with said that 's exactly what the Calvinists said with the Quakers, right They said we can 't have these these peculiar people running around with their religion messing things up. yeah, government would have to be more nimble and and would have to uh, would have to to satisfy the the individual much better than it does now, but I do think that you 're always going to have people locking up people that that are pedophiles and raping well, children and things like that.
0: That leads me into my answer here, because mine's going to be different from Mark's. I, he likes this idea of the competing government model. I think it's still too confusing. Uh, I think that uh, I'm more in line with what Pete has to say, and that is that the, there is no use what, in whatsoever to the federal government or state governments or any sort of uh, group of men and women out there calling themselves your protectors or your government, etc. Uh, they're nothing more than a group of strangers that are attempting to enforce their way on you through the threat of violence. They're trying to get you to do what you don't want to do, uh, or to get you to not do what you do want to do and to get you to hand over as much of the money that, that, that you earn as they can possibly extract from you without you having uh, without a revolt on their hands uh, so I, I am in no way in favor of these coercive monopolies calling themselves governments out there what i am in favor of is the the free marketplace and freedom and, and individuals being able to decide to live their lives how they want uh, individuals being able to decide how to spend or save or give away the money that they earn and i think that in the marketplace what you'll end up seeing happen with the, like your your pedophile uh, example is that uh, people that want protection services will be provided those protection services, whether it ends up being a group of competing agencies calling themselves government, but they're actually competing on some sort of uh, consensual basis, as Mark was sort of uh, explaining there, or whether they call themselves, you know, Joe's Policing Service or whatever. uh, You would have different organizations out there of people who voluntarily come together, consensually come together for a common purpose in the marketplace in search of a profit to offer a service, or maybe charitably uh, to offer a service or a product, in this case, it would be the service of protection uh, or the service of justice or the service of you fill in the blank of whatever government's so called service they're currently providing and doing a crappy job of it. I would suggest
2: to you. And you to the, pay for it.
0: Yeah, that the marketplace could do whatever it is that the government does better and cheaper, and it would be consensual. That
2: said, in, I'll take more freedom over less. The
0: Go ahead, say again. Can,
15: can they, I'm sorry, could they – So you you would advocate that even in the case of locking down, let's just say, the border in Arizona?
0: Well, if you are a private property owner and you want to lock down your private property's borders, then that's your business, uh, and you can hire whoever you want to to do that. I, for instance, want to have freedom, uh, so I would like uh, people who would like to come be able to rent from me or work from me to be able to do that, and I'm not interested in, in keeping those people out. So in the marketplace, you would get to put as much security up on your private property, and you and your friends that really want a lot of security would be able to have that stuff, and I thank you for the call, and I wouldn't be forced to pay for it. 1-800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live.
1: Are you moving to New Hampshire for the Free State Project? Maybe you are already here and need to find a place to call your own. Mark Warden, the Porcupine Realtor, will help you find the perfect property. Do you want a home with 50 acres of land? How about an income-producing building? Perhaps a cabin on a lake or a condo in an urban area. Invest in liberty and property. Contact Mark Warden, Porcupine Realtor. See his banner ad at freetalklive.com.
0: Or visit porcupinerealtor.com. That's porcupinerealtor.com. free talk live it is the live saturday edition of the program you can dial in toll free bring up whatever's on your mind 800-259-9231 that number brought to you by SACL cai 1-800-259-9231 you can join us online at freetalklive.com the features on the site are totally free so enjoy those on us Uh, features including our webcam you can go and watch and listen to the show and chat with other listeners All at the same time, the chat room built into the CAM page, and it's all free, so just go to cam.freetalklive.com. Well, it's free to you. Of course, it still costs money to operate a website. And thankfully, we've got great sponsors like MemoryDealers.com to back up the CAM page.
2: That's right. MemoryDealers is your trusted source for all your networking and telecom accessory needs. They offer great prices and services on Use networking equipment such as Cisco routers and switches. They offer the world's largest selection of discounted optical transceivers that are 100% compatible with all the major networking equipment manufacturers out there at up to 99% off of list price. They even do customized solutions for your transceiver requirements. It's MemoryDealers.com. All right, we're going to continue
0: taking your phone calls about what you want. Let's go to Carol listening in. Stuart, Carol, you're on Free Talk Live. Stuart, Florida. Carol?
18: Yes, um, I'm a first-time caller. I happen to pick up your station in um, Anglesey, New Jersey. I'm a taxpayer in two states, Florida and New Jersey. Wait, are you listening um, in
0: New Jersey or are you in, in Florida? Tonight? I'm
18: listening in New Jersey. Oh, okay, so you must and be listening I to do,
0: WGMD-FM. All right, go ahead.
18: Um, I am listening to your station. I happen to be in New Jersey.
0: Yes, go right ahead with your thoughts. Uh,
18: what I wanted to say is um, I am very much a liberal Uh, A conservative, okay, a conservative. I'm very much in favor of certain things, like um, I'm not really wild about the draft, but I have reasons for which I think it's good. I come from a military family. My dad's a war hero who recently died two years ago. He's buried at Arlington Cemetery. What the people don't realize is how much a military family gives up. We lived uh, overseas for many, many years, up until my freshman year of college, and my dad later became uh, an advisor to the embassy in Germany. We had a wonderful life, but we did have to move around and give up a lot. We considered ourselves ambassadors to the free world. Um, What I wanted to say was we have a lot of unemployed young men. They don't work. They don't want to work. They live off welfare. And we have young women the same way. And it's really I hard was,
2: for a young man to get welfare, just so you know. I mean, very difficult. I know that that's what people portray it I as, mean, but if they the use welfare, they're, they're wife, usually getting it from a girlfriend, and they're kind of leeching I mean. off of them.
18: Young girlfriends who have, like, you know, many children, and they've been fathered, you know, several girls, of several girls. It happens. Anyway, I'm, what I'd like to say is they would be perfect, and they would <laughs> contribute something to their country, and they oh. would have training so they do have jobs. Well, That's training why. for what? If I I
16: could, bullets? If I could jump in, I think the uh, the cause of these problems you talk about, unemployment, are oftentimes created and exacerbated by government. I mean, you have minimum wage laws I agree that, with that, small that create government. unemployment. You have but have occupational... do agree with small government. But a huge military, right?
18: Um, only because um, we were volunteer, our family, and my dad served in the Second World War, Korean, and we were in Puerto Rico, protecting, and then later protected the canal zone, which uh, Mr. Clinton gave now, away. In your small government, I'm
0: just curious, in your small government, Carol, how many countries would uh, your military, your ideal military, be uh, occupying?
18: They wouldn't be occupying many, because I feel like the country should take care of themselves. Okay, we spend right. too much money. Seems like a, seems like a step in I the want, right
0: direction. But why, why I, if you believe in a small government, why do you still believe in a federal government?
18: I don't really believe in a federal government. I just oh, think that the draft okay. would help, you know, help. Uh, our young people, and it would well, have some place. I mean, if
16: that's the case, then why, why not take that view to its well, logical conclusion? Ro- why not, why not take the ROTC
18: the- program and the volunteer program.
16: I, be, I was just going to say, why not take its view to its logical conclusion? I mean, if, if getting more people involved in the military is a good thing, then why not increase the stipends for being involved in the military? You know I mean? Why not uh, lower the restrictions for people to get in the military and just create? I mean, when when you have a military, the incentive is to use it. That that's what
18: I agree that they should lower the standards, but they have to be able to read and write. And I also agree that military people aren't paid enough. And I also believe the senators and congressmen should stay out of it. None what, of them. What serve. makes you
0: think? So why is it? Here's what really bothers me about what you're saying. I mean, I'm all in favor of less government. That's great and all. Uh, The closer we can get to zero, I'm I'm in favor of. Uh, But uh, what makes you think that it's okay to force people to do things against their will because you believe it's best for them?
18: No, no, I don't believe in forcing them. I'm just saying that Oh, well, wait a minute,
2: wait a minute. What happens when you don't go to the draft board? What she's really saying, she's not saying she supports the draft as much as she's saying that she thinks the military can be good for some young men. For young people. But you said you support the draft.
18: Well, in the sense that... They, like you said, lower the standards. I guess I used the wrong word.
2: Huh, okay.
0: You know,
18: right. I do think it can be helpful, but it should be a choice.
0: Okay, and now can I also that, have the choice to not pay for the military at all? I agree. You're saying but I should have that we choice. We have,
18: have somebody to protect our borders. We have somebody to protect. Can I have the choice
0: to, to, to not pay for those somebodies? Can I have the choice to not pay for any of the federal government?
18: Well, yes. Thank goodness I don't know you are w- great. I don't- I-
0: I appreciate that call. Thank you very much, Carol. Uh, 1-800-259-9231. Anybody that's willing to set me free of this supposed obligation to fund this criminal gang known as the federal government, you're, you're a friend of mine. Thank you very much. I appreciate you not advocating that I be thrown in a jail cell for not paying these criminals in uh, in Washington, D.C., because I have no interest in uh, being a part of their organization or, or funding their organization at I do all. think
2: that you would have uh, organizations that have, uh, you know, sort of these uh, meat-eating killers, as it were. Uh, you know, the, 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 the military guys would have places to go that would, they would get their discipline, and they would in fact uh, be sort of working in, in in the marketplace, maybe they would tra- be training uh, local militias to be more effective. Maybe they would work for larger organizations that would, uh, you know, go out and, and try to keep peace
16: around the world. I don't know. Be a mercenary or something. Sure. The, I mean, the U.S. military is not all of a sudden efficient just because it's right. the military. It's still run by a bureaucracy. I think that just all you have to do is talk to anybody who
0: has been in the military and they will tell you that it is not efficient. As Harry Brown used to like to say, the post office in fatigues. We continue. Uh, Annika, ladies first on Free Talk Live, listening to KGOE out in Eureka. Annika, you're on Free Talk Live.
8: Hello, my name um, is Annika. And Hi. I uh, jotted down a couple of thoughts about Charlie oh, Rangel's attempt to uh, enslave Americans. Yeah, which is share. wrong. And this is it. It says, um, it appears to me that we have only been blindly replaced, outsourced as Americans. We, that's the we, uh, have been blindly replaced, outsourced. Um, The the housing crisis, all this seems to be some mathematical trigger. It's all coming to a head, I believe. And to get Americans so down and out that all they can turn to is the military seems to be the format of which uh, is is. ultimate outcome of all this
2: you know i think you're absolutely right in this because uh a couple of you know we've we were reporting for for several years how the 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 army was dropping its standards as far as who they would take in but over the last year the army's had great recruiting numbers they're getting uh they're getting a higher level of recruit and the fact is it's because young men are having a difficult time finding jobs so they'll take the incredibly bad pay that uh, an enlisted person gets in the military and uh you know it's death yeah
8: And to oppose um, a draft on American people, you know, I I agree with um, the last caller that there are benefits to the military for... Um, the underprivileged, but isn't the underprivileged becoming the 95% of Americans?
0: (laughs) Yeah, and if uh, the government weren't stealing from people on a wholesale basis, then uh, people would have a whole lot more, uh, well, we'd have a lot less underprivileged people because they'd be able to keep the money that they earn and make their lives better without having some bureaucrat tell them what to do. Thank you, Annika. I appreciate hearing from you tonight at 800-259-9231. Bring up what you want. It's Free Talk Live. American patriots. Would you like to spend a day or two with other freedom-loving Americans? Learn rifle marksmanship while hearing the real story behind the American Revolution? If you said yes, then the Appleseed program is for you. Part shooting school, part oral history lesson. Appleseed has trained thousands of Americans nationwide. And with hundreds of shoots scheduled this year, you can be sure there's one near you. For more information, go to AppleseedInfo.org. That's AppleseedInfo.org. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Saturday edition of the program. You can bring up anything by dialing in toll free at 800 259 9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1 800 259 9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Give you the features there free. So enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. In fact, you, the listener, get to create the content for the website. Should you like Uh, You can go and if you spot something you really enjoy online, maybe a video or... A blog post or a news item. You take the URL, you put it in our show prep submission page, and then it pops up as an item on our website. Other listeners can then vote on that whether they like or dislike your suggestion, and the most liked will make it to the front page of the website. Uh, so again, thanks to all the uh, the great listeners out there that are users of our site, and uh, they come out and they essentially create the content of the website. And it's a really a great resource not just for us, but also for liberty oriented people to find news items uh, and videos and such of interest. So head over to freetalklive.com and know this, that it is brought to you by The Free State Project. From creating new and old media to political action to civil disobedience and market-based activism, you'll find more pro-freedom activism than you probably ever imagined possible when you move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Learn more at freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org. Pete Ayer is with us here in the studio tonight, a special guest host uh, from LibertyOnTour.com. And you guys uh, rode around the country for uh, most of the year last, a good portion of the year last year at, uh, on the Motorhome Diaries. And all of those videos and those archives are still available over at MotorhomeDiaries.com. You've repurposed Marv, the mobile authority resistance vehicle, with new graphics uh, for Liberty On Tour. You launched a new website at LibertyOnTour.com. But one of the things that you've been doing while you've been working on all these changes and, and getting ready to launch Liberty on tour is you've been here in New Hampshire, kind of traveling around, meeting up with people, experiencing the activism community here in New Hampshire. Uh, what has it been like for you so far? I mean, because before you'd come up, you'd visit the Porcupine Freedom Festival, you'd come up, you'd visit, you know, the the, uh, the, the Liberty Forum, you'd, you'd come up here and there. Sure. But this was really your first significant chunk of time spent uh, in New Hampshire amongst the activists outside of one of the official events. So so what
16: what is What has it been like for you? It's been great. We've uh, Adam and myself, my colleague with Libertyontour.com. We've been up here since May 30th, and like Ian said, we've just been uh, able to get to know the people on the ground a lot better. Really feel the community. I was actually surprised. Like I felt like I knew a lot of the folks up here already, but you know, every every town I went to, there's always a lot of people that I've never you know never met before, and just it just shows like you know how many people are moving up here and all the different things that are going on. I was just uh, we we were for, we were able to run up to Grafton. Uh, which is a, uh, an hour and a half north of here, or so and uh, see what's going on up there. And it's just it's a it's a, a lot of activists. They're kind of doing the sustainable, off the grid type stuff, building places. But you know, so it's interesting to see what each town brings and what uh, folks are getting together and working together on building and creating. So you know, it's 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 great. And it's going to be great having you guys
0: out uh, traveling around the country, 13 cities, 13 weeks. Go and learn more at libertyontour.com as we go back to your phone calls here. Oh, by the way, you can learn more about the Free State Project at freestateproject.org. If you love Liberty, you need to be a part of the Free State Project and get your, get your butt up here to uh, New Hampshire, bring your family and your friends along with you if they, they also value freedom. Uh, we continue here with your phone calls, and we go to Tom listening in Virginia. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Tom.
4: Hi, um, listening. I'm uh, driving to Washington D.C. right now. Oh, I'm sorry I... to hear that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I really like what you guys are saying. Um, I'm actually moving from New Orleans, and it's pretty—it's a pretty conservative state, so we don't get a lot of uh, talk radio like this. Um, my only concern is, right now, you're uh, for us, for me here. You're on a uh, Fox station, and I was wondering how you guys are being perceived. By the right wing. You know, you're, it kind of feels like you're kind of preaching to the choir. You know, I agree, a lot of your listeners agree, but on this Fox station, maybe you come after Glenn Beck and they pick you up after Glenn Beck or Hannity or what? I don't know. You're listening on the radio
0: are. in Washington, D.C. to Free Talk Live?
4: No, I'm somewhere in Virginia. I'm oh, okay. lost. Actually, you must be in you that's, must be near um, Charleston
0: or something like that because we're on uh, we're yeah. on ninety four five V T S up there. Uh, your question yeah. is how are conservatives receiving uh, Free Talk Live? Well, I'm, I'm just
4: feeling like um, you guys are pushing the argument further to the left.
3: Mm, you know I what I that's
4: saying? And I think I think that maybe we need to recruit more from the right side. Not the right as incorrect, but the right as in the conservative or th- the Republican
0: side. What makes you think that we're pushing it to the left? Can you explain that?
4: Well, I, I just feel like when you say things like, I think, you know, states should secede. Well, wait a
2: minute. You know, Doesn't the left believe in big when government? When was the last time the, the left talked about secession? Excuse me? When was the last time the left talked about secession?
0: I'm, I'm talking about
4: you guys on the radio right, right but, but we're saying, not left
2: you you said that we were something like left and and you know we're pushing the conversation to the left and and in order to do that we would have to be somewhat leftist and i don't feel like i am
0: well right and by well, when we asked you for evidence of what was pushing the conversation to the left you brought up secession and that doesn't seem like a a lefty issue i mean yeah vermont is, is pretty good on secession that much is true but some of them uh yeah. but it, it's generally uh, secession is not a left nor a right issue it's just a, it's, i'm for small government.
4: Right, no, you're right. I misunderstood. The, I misunderstood what you said. I misspoke. Um, I, you could say something like, um, "Legalizing marijuana" or "Ending the wars." Um, I think that those are
0: left is in in favor of ending the wars because they they, they, the conservatives,
2: the the way I feel about um, the conservative uh, rhetoric out there is this is a bunch of lies. Um, I was a Republican all through the 90s. It took the the Bush administration, a couple of years of the Bush administration to let me realize, oh, these people are lying to me. And I think that more and more Americans are waking up to this. The fact is Republicans grow the government when they're in charge. And um, And so do the Democrats. And and so do the Democrats. And but the Democrats don't lie about small government. They, you know. They'll tell you that they, they won't more. tell you that bull crap. So all I'm for is uh, I, I'm for freedom and liberty on every issue, every time. But I'm for shrinking the government. I'm tr- i for getting people more freedom, more liberty. Right. If Fox News or, or whatever conservative organization wants to stand in the way of that and stand for tyranny and large government, they can do that if they want. But um, they're going to have to to tell their base, and they're going to have to come out. Right, you know, they're gonna they're gonna have to pull us off the air and and take you know a voice for small government off the
0: Tom, let me say this. I understand that uh, it's your first time coming across Free Talk Live, and that's why you're confused. Because when you hear Free Talk Live for the first time, you're hearing it on t- traditional talk radio. We do have a handful of progressive talker station, uh, progressive talk station, but most of our stations are the kind of the trad- traditional conservative, uh, conservative Rush-, Rush Limbaugh clone kind of conservative station, bumper sticker Republicans. Yeah, uh, so it's understandable that when you hear a show like Free Talk Live, you're going to think that well, this doesn't fit the mold of the conservative talk show, so they must be liberal. Or if you're a liberal and you hear us, you think we're like these ultra right conservatives so basically the conservatives hear free talk live they think we're liberals and the liberals hear free talk live they think we're conservatives so really what it takes is to listen for a lengthy and a long enough time to really start to understand that free talk live is about liberty every issue every time and that means ending the war on drugs it also means total gun freedom you know it uh, for me it means getting rid of the uh, the federal government and uh, also abolishing all levels of uh, of coercion as well so what i'd invite you to do uh, is to go and visit when you get home or to work or wherever it is you're going to go to freetalklive.com that's our website you can learn more about the show there and, and listen more and
16: i thank you for the call tonight and drive safe out there yeah if i could just add one the way to think about it, it's not left first right i mean we're talking like left and right they both buy into the system and they both you know legitimize use of the state and we're talking about complete freedom versus authoritarianism that's the paradigm that's the real
0: choice the, the left right thing is a distraction from the real issue of human beings how they should interact with one another and whether or not it's appropriate to coerce people to do uh, to get them to do what you want and i say no it is not appropriate and that is not a very humane way of uh, of interacting and government is an inhumane ancient decrepit concept that is about damn time we finally move past let's continue with your calls and talk to harry listening to wrnn in myrtle beach south carolina hello harry
7: hey i'm totally lost i'm i'm on vacation listening to you and you know you're advocating the abolition of the federal government are you proposing that we have 50 states with 50 different sets of uh stuff and that each of them just act, or let's
17: get rid of the state governments too. I mean,
0: uh, well, I, I mean, ideally, uh, I would like to have no government uh, whatsoever and have a, a true free uh, free world that uh, we can have uh, people interacting with one another on a consensual basis. But I'll take fifty state governments over one monolithic federal government. Yeah, I think I think monopolies are a bad thing.
17: Well,
7: I mean, you're not going to. Who's going to defend the country? How are you ever going to have anything
2: like the interstate highway system? I uh, mean, Costa oh my God! There's no way. Look, I mean, how does how does Canada and the United States make their roads touch each other? Yeah. Uh,
0: also, the uh, Costa Rica has no military. There are other countries around the world that uh, you know they don't need a huge military because they're not around killing people around the world, right? No other nation has 100
2: uh, is occupies 130 other nations.
0: But we'll you know we'll let you come back if you'd like here, Harry, in a moment at 800 259 9231 because he's incredulous. How how? How could we survive without our masters in DC? 800 259 9231. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition of the program. Phone lines are loaded up. Not going to give you those numbers at this point. There's no point. But if you are on the line, do stay there. We'll do our best to get to you here in the remaining moments of the program. Joining you tonight, it is Ian. And And Pete. Pete And Mark. And Mark. Pete is here, by the way, from LibertyOnTour.com. Liberty On Tour. Head on over there. Get it bookmarked. Uh, you're going to want to keep up to date with Pete and Adam and find out what they're doing along the road. And of course, we're going to have you guys call in. Uh, when when things are, are interesting, you should definitely call Free definitely, Talk Live definitely. and, and uh, give us a report from the road over at LibertyOnTour.com. They're getting ready to kick it off on Monday morning as they head down to New York City. Uh, what do you guys got planned? I mean, uh, anything lined up quite yet? Yeah, we're going to, uh, Wednesday when we get down there, we're going to go do some Fiji outreach with Julian Heckler. Fully Informed Jury Association, That's informing right. people of their right to say not guilty based on their feelings about the law.
16: That's right. That's uh, right. Uh, Thursday, we may try to get together with some folks from ACT UP New York, which, which our friend Buzz, uh, who was up at Porkfest, informed me about. Uh, essentially a group of uh, gay, lesbian you know, organization that uh, wasn't backing down to the government, to, to the cops who in New York were, were kind of bullying them around back in the 60s and 70s. So it's, it's a group that uses uh, civil disobedience and direct action, so I want to try to get together with them. Uh, we're going to try to do some media, do some man-on-the-street stuff. Uh, just go out. Uh, Adam has Uncle Sam outfit, so we can probably make some good interviews with that. Oh, yeah. You guys have got some uh, some new video recording devices, and you're going to be
0: putting up videos on your YouTube channel and, of course, blog posts as well. All will be available through LibertyOnTour.com. Let's get back to the phones and the fun. Uh, Art is with us. We're going to try him one more time in uh, Florida. Art, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Pete, and Mark. Yeah, hey. Hey, Art. What's on your mind tonight? How you
19: doing, man? I mean, you went through, like, uh, so many different subjects since... Uh... I originally got on the phone. That so, where do you want to start?
0: You t- you pick one because we don't have much more time than that. Go ahead.
19: Okay, we'll start with um the draft, and uh, I'm I'm a Vietnam vet. I, I actually volunteered, but uh, I I'm against draft. I mean, totally, absolutely against draft. But I'm I kind of waver a little
6: bit because,
19: um. I'm not against draft for a war. I mean I am against draft huh. for war. But I'm not huh. against draft for maybe some community service.
0: So you think that uh, that people should be forced to work for the government uh in in
6: well, no not forced but it should be an option.
0: Okay, well, wow, then it's not so a draft. If, if they call that a job. <laughs> right. If, yeah, if it's volunteering, there are a lot of volunteer options out there, and I think that's great. If I want to go and, and serve the community in a very various different ways, I can do that. I could go to the homeless shelter. I could go to the community kitchen here in town and various other different ways I could get involved in, in the community on a voluntary, uh, voluntary basis. And I fully wow. support that. And, Art, I thank you for the call tonight. We've got to move on. We've got to talk uh, to some other folks here. Uh, and by the way, it sounds like he's having a good time. Uh, so uh, we're going to continue here with dwayne listening in tallahassee to wfla fm hello dwayne dwayne and tally you're on
19: yeah hello can you hear me
0: we got to dwayne go for it
19: all right yeah i'm thinking that uh, in order to downsize uh, our government we need to start on the local levels and to begin with we need to Cut the criminal justice system down, but to at least ten percent of what it is now.
16: Sounds good. Absolutely uh, right. But but let's say let's say we do that. At, uh, at one point, the criminal justice system was at ten percent of what it is now. Once you establish and allow for it to be created, it's just going to grow. That's why these these goods need to be provided through voluntary interactions on the market and not granted to a monopoly.
19: Right. The thing of it is, nobody would allow this right now because it's becoming economic. Our whole country and each state. Uh, is is economically held up by the criminal justice system look at not only the people they employ but they're, they're consumers They look at all the paper they go through
2: you know i mean <laughs> I, right.
19: I'm, I'm dead serious you're you know, right uh, th- these uh these institutions facilities offices uh everything they do they're consumers and it's a it's an economic thing right now if I had an appeal or, or something that I could give everybody that that you you took this and you no longer did anything uh, against the law, they wouldn't allow me to use it because it would, it would uh, ruin
0: their economy. Right, that's right. why they keep uh, making new laws. Yeah, that's why they, to... they
16: need new laws, so that you could uh, have to break them and you don't even know them. So what are you doing to uh, try to get these views? I mean, to me, I think the most effective thing you can do is to introduce these ideas to people, and get them to think for yourself, and then ideally stop... Funding these things. Stop allowing your money that you've earned to be stolen to keep people in cages.
19: Well, right now I'm I'm listening to Freedom Radio and trying to talk to people that I know. If I had the money right now, I would move to New Hampshire with my whole family, children. Start saving, children, my man, man. Start
0: saving. And the first step, the first step to getting to New Hampshire is to commit to getting to New Hampshire. So if I had the money, you can remedy that. Uh, go to FreeStateProject.org, sign up join the Free State Project, pledge to make the move to New Hampshire, and then start working towards it. And I thank you for the call tonight, freestateproject.org. Again, place to go. Uh, we made the move, Mark, uh, almost four years ago now, and it has been an incredibly good decision. It has been an absolute blast. I've had more fun in uh, these four years of my life than than ever. It's been just awesome. Uh, we continue with your calls and go to Don, listening uh, also in Myrtle Beach to WRNN. Don, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian, Pete, and Mark.
20: Yeah, hi there. Um, I, w- I would like to um, talk about freedom in uh, New Orleans during Hurricane Katrina,
6: mm-hmm.
20: when the government, i.e., police department, confiscated all the um, legal guns from the legal citizens in yes, that town, they did. Right. and they and they left all the criminals with the guns.
6: Mm-hmm.
20: And so, what happened? The ultimate, uh, I think, it was about three three years ago. Uh, or so or the last couple of years i'm not exactly sure of the date the government says okay fellas everybody can have their guns back well they had stored them in a uh in like a u-haul truck and they were all rusted yeah. and they couldn't be oh, the
0: used
2: no i never heard this uh this story mark you've heard this one I I, this? I, 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 I I somebody had told it to me once yeah and i would forgot to bring it up on oh me. my gosh
20: Okay, so, so they returned all the all the um, firearms, yeah, he- legal firearms, to the legal citizens that were able to possess them, including uh, sidearms and long long arm. Here you go, uh, citizen. Right. Have
0: a legal. Have a have yourself a hunk of rusted metal. <laughs>
20: yeah, and and so the government um, of Louisiana, or I.E. police department, um, promised everybody that whose ever gun was inoperable. That they would refund their money, but this has been years now
6: uh, 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 uh,
20: uh. and and now you know now the, the uh legal um citizens of New orleans uh either can't buy another gun because they're hundreds sometimes thousands of dollars mm-hmm. to purchase one, so now they're they're without their Brilliant. their um their protection um and and uh Excuse me. No, for, no
0: worries. I just want to say I appreciate the follow-up on that story because we talked about it years ago when uh, Katrina yeah. had happened. We discussed what the conf- confiscations. We played back some of the video footage of the, uh, the oh. confiscations. Oh. Yes, yeah.
20: Sir. Well, what happened was the last time somebody done that, his name was Adolf, and his last name I'll leave it well,
16: up. To I you. doubt it was the last time. I'm sure it's happened in a lot of other countries yeah. uh, from other organized right. crime elements. Right. Right. Right.
20: right. Co- President Calderon got in front of our Congress about a month or so ago. And said the problem in Mexico, all the drug problems, he blames it on weapons that have come from the United States, particularly Texas. And so he's trying to push everything onto the legal uh, people that are that can carry well, fire. of course, the your drug problem
0: fire. really comes from the fact that drugs are prohibited, and that's the reason why criminal gangs uh, do dealings in them and that sort of thing. That's really where the drug problem comes from. But I thank you, and I appreciate the call and the thoughts tonight here. And it's just, it was so sad what was happening down there after Hurricane Katrina. People literally handing over their guns to uh, yeah, these men that
2: were Right, with, with armed gangs running around, uh, you know, sh- shooting randomly at people. Well, I mean,
16: when would you need your gun more? But yeah, I think we should back up and ask, like, how is this even possible? Is because. You know, some folks are registering their guns with this organization, and then they're on a record. And then, sure, mm-hmm. they can say, "Hey, we're never going to come after you. We're never going to share this list." But you see what happens, and you see what happens throughout history. So, you know, I think all they the they might reason- have just been
0: going door to door, though, Pete. I, I think that uh, there's certainly the possibility they had a list that they were checking off. But it's mm-hmm. my understanding, they were going door to door, literally searching through people's homes and asking them to turn over their firearms.
16: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've so- seen some of the videos. I just I didn't, I didn't know it was. Door to door. It was bad. It was really bad. And there's that one video where they
0: attacked the old woman in right. her uh, in her kitchen. Right. All right. So we're going to continue. Andrew is on uh, with the final thoughts for us here tonight, calling from New Hampshire. Andrew, you're on Free Talk Live with the and Mark. Uh,
11: greetings, guys. Um, I know I'm short sure on time, but I wanted to talk about the uh, kind of um, less uh, known uh, portions of the Arizona immigration bill. Okay. Um, Basically, the, I read through the entire thing, and, uh, you know, it's uh, pretty tough to do. But uh,
16: <laughs> Sorry about that. Masochist.
11: Yeah. <laughs> well, I enjoy reading law, so I guess I, uh, you know, I, I get what I deserve. But, uh, you know, I was looking at it, and it really doesn't change anything in terms of uh, immigration um, uh, enforcement other than it just gives more expanded police powers to the Arizona police to, um, you know, inflict on uh, those people that they don't like. Uh, for example, if, you know, someone, you know, is walking down the street and the cop, for whatever reason, you know, uh, has a reason to uh, stop them, uh, then they can detain them. Uh, if the person doesn't have their papers on them and the cop thinks that they're illegal, they can arrest them, you know, if they have probable cause for something else. And then they don't have to release the person until they confirm their uh, immigration status.
0: So they could be held indefinitely.
11: Um, under that law, yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm sure that they're going to, you know, work really hard to make sure they do a, you know, a bang-up job. (laughs) Andrew, thanks
0: for the call. Appreciate it. Remember, libertyontour.com. We'll see you tomorrow night at freetalklive.com.
2: Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated talk show on more than 80 talk radio stations from Alaska to Florida. We've been named Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation twice. And the number one political podcast on podcastawards.com, four out of the last five years. You can have access to our 80 plus stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for as little as $500 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com.